Hi, DM Mike here, and thanks for listening to a previous episode of The Natural Ones as they played Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Check out our Twitch channel for more weekly D&D content. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus, brought to you by The Natural Ones. The holy city of Elturel has disappeared from the Forgotten Realms and descended deep down into Avernus, the first layer of the Nine Hells. This event came about as a result of an infernal bargain between the Archdevil Zariel, who rules Avernus, and the treacherous High Overseer of Elturel, Thavius Krieg. Zariel is capturing cities and using their citizens as fodder in the ongoing conflict between demons and devils, known as the Blood War. Next on Zariel's list of cities is Elturel's neighbour, Baldur's Gate. Will our heroes be the ones to save Elturel from certain destruction and be able to prevent a similar fate from befalling Baldur's Gate? Having been pressed into service by the Flaming Fist, the guard of Baldur's Gate, the characters have been tasked to seek out and destroy dead three cultists who have been threatening the city. As the misdeeds of the Vanthamper family have come to light through a chance meeting with Mortlock, son of Duke Valamara, the characters now have a chance to confront Thavius Creed, the architect of Eltril's downfall. Will they complete their task? We'll find out. Okay, thank you uh, for bearing with us and and watching our recap. I'm going to take you over now to meet uh, the stars of tonight's episode, and that is our characters. So let's go say hello to all our players. We are joined tonight by uh, Lyra, Salas and Blend. Unfortunately, Atlas has uh, gone on holiday. Um, he's, He's ditched us for a little road trip around the UK, and he will be joining us hopefully... Um with a few uh, appearances over the next few weeks, but it is likely that he will be back in about three weeks' time. So if you are missing your Atlas fix, uh, I will be playing Atlas uh, tonight. Hopefully just as good, if uh, if not better, than, uh, than Daniel. But anyway, <laughs> fingers crossed, uh, we'll have a good night um, rolling. And uh, Lyra, good evening. Good evening. Uh, my name is uh, Lyra Broodfist. I am a mountain dwarf cleric and i am doing my best to help this party through the mad adventures that yeah. we have so far your best always hasn't been the best though has it i think i live up to the natural one branding that's what i do um okay. sometimes i'm i'm pretty good with the warhammer when i yeah, Can I mean, I think, I think a few times last week you were the one of the uh, the perpetrators of the natural one. I definitely. I had a terrible week last week, so it can't continue. Fantastic. Well, good to see you, Lyra. Thank you for joining us this evening, and I look forward to seeing how we fare uh, in our adventures tonight. Salus, my friend, how are you this evening? I am very well indeed. I am Salus, and I am a sorcerer of an aberrant kind, and. Salas is the best, the smartest, the most reasonable, and probably the party should listen to Salas more if they want to live any minute longer because it's it's getting difficult now and they're just not paying much attention to Salas, which is very sad for them. 
I mean, the, the way we ended last episode, which I, I will cover in our little recap in a second, uh, our, our last episode recap, just uh, just wow. Um, when we get onto the map, I think people will just uh, will, will get to see just how uh, dangerous a distraction you are going to prove to be. Um, or yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to say the least how the next uh, few moments will will play out. Um, but thank you for joining us this evening, Salas. It's good to see you. And our last character we're going to be playing with tonight uh, is the mighty Milbar himself. It's Blent. Yes, as you say. Evening, DM. It's uh, Blent, the mighty Milbar. And uh, mighty he is our resident uh, dwarven plumber. Uh, and after falling into the party, it's fair to say they've fallen for him. And uh, he's not too bad. He's usually getting involved pretty quickly with a lot of the action, sometimes causing more of it than it perhaps should. But uh, <laughs> he usually finds a way of getting himself out of trouble. No, I mean last week you you had a few mishaps in the in the fights, but you turned up. You took took a few hits, and you definitely helped the party. So well done. Thank you for joining us this evening, Blent. So I'm going to take us over now to our play page, and you can see exactly where we are on the map this evening. Uh, we are still in the the sewers slash tunnels uh, underneath the Bantham Permanor, and I'll just read off a um, a quick recap, just to, not just to uh, you know, enlighten the people watching at home, also to enlighten our characters, and actually it's probably good for me just to get an idea uh, as to where we are within our story. So, where are we? So, uh, Within the corrupt and prosperous city of Boulder's Gate, evil plots are being hatched and are on the precipice of fruition. Our party of adventurers has helped rid the streets of the death god-worshipping cult, the Dead Three, proving a worthy ally of the city's mercenary guards, the Flaming Fist. Commanded by the absent and thought-dead leader, Grand Duke Alder Ravenguard, the Fist have been requiring the help of travelling warriors to help protect the city from evil influences. Ooh, I think my stream may have just gone down one second. Da, 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 da. No, we're still good on my end. Um, apologies. Uh, where are we? Um, the party... None of these influences, apologies, are greater than that of the power-hungry Duke Thalamara Vanthamper, who seeks to take command of the city by force. Guys, are you still with me? At home, yeah. For some reason, my my laptop's gone down, but that's fine. Um, where sorry, where was I? So the party have had run-ins with uh, both her sons, Mortlock and Amric, respectively. And with Amric um, being dead and his body being disposed of, Mortlock has fleed on a ship to Neverwinter, uh, leaving two of her sons missing from Baldur's Gate. Uh, which would mean that the party need to be very wise and think carefully about how they encounter despot Duke Thalamara in future. They have teamed up with the surviving Hellrider soldier Rhea Mountelmorn, who is currently with the party, and she is also helping to seek, them, seek out another element of evil, that being Thavius Krieg, the mysterious ruler of the missing city of Elturel. He's been spotted taking refuge in the Vanthamper Manor, and through many hilarity and hijinks, the party have gained entry into the mansion underneath and found um, many different hidden uh, passages 
in this underground lair that has actually been reappropriated from the sewers that lie beneath the city. In last week's episode, the power, sorry, the party desecrated a temple and statue of the archdevil and fallen angel Zariel, and also encountered a barracks full of many slumbering guards. Salas has opted to cause a distraction and lure the guards out of the room, with Favius potentially residing beyond. Will Salas be caught and turned into snake jelly? Will Thavius be found and brought to justice? Or will the party finally have a long-awaited rest to level up? All shall be decided this week as the natural ones play Descent into Avernus. So, I will ask you all, as Salas has just caused such a ruckus and such an enormous amount of noise with... I'm not really sure what, what, what noises were you making again, Salas? They were I was very... smashing the door with a flail just to make sure everyone wakes up. Ah, I see. They, they were quite uh, quite insidious. Um, I'm going to ask everyone to roll initiative, please, because this is the moment where I believe Jerry was hanging upside down. He was uh, There was a snare set by Atlas, and it lifted up one of the cultists. Jerry's hanging upside down. He's the cultist. And he's alerted the rest of his cohort to Salas's, uh, you know, whereabouts. Pointed down the corridor, and you can see Salas is just pegging it for his dear, dear life. Okay. <laughs> not with this initiative roll. It's not the best. It isn't the best. But we can, uh, we can. Oh, it is twenty-one. Excuse me. Very good. So let me just run the encounter and add in your initiative. So twenty-one for you, Salas. Very, very nice indeed. No, 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 that's not me. Oh, apologies. It's a it's blent twenty-one. Having trouble reading tonight. Uh, not a great one then. There, Salas, a nine. I think they may be hot on your heels this evening. Uh, Lyra with a wonderful 20. Thank you very much. Uh, Blent's got 21. I'll quickly roll for Atlas and see how he gets on. And he rolls an 11. A pretty average 11. Uh, the cultists will roll as will our friend Raya. Okay. Right, so this is going to start initiative. Blent, you are up. You currently are out of view of the... Uh, the cultists, and they have no real idea where you are. Okay. Yeah, is it fair to say that they are facing towards Salas at this point? Uh, yes. I mean, the the one that's hanging upside down, just over here, uh, he he is pointed to the direction of Salas to the east. So they have no idea of anyone else's locations, or even that anyone else is present. Okay. Okay. Um, what is Blent going to do? Okay. Uh, let's have a little think here. Blent is completely out of rage until uh, we rest. So oh, okay. Yeah. Is that, is that a short rest you need? Uh, no, that is a long rest for rage. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that may, yeah, that's quite difficult, isn't it? It's going to be a barbarian without a rage. Uh, okay. I think what Blent is going to do... Yeah, he's going to just try and sneak up. So I'm just going to find 10, 20, 25 about there somewhere. Uh, he's going to just sneak up to there. He's going to press himself up against the wall and okay. see if, as a bonus, 
He can. He cannot. <laughs> uh, okay, he is just going to ready an action then. Uh, to basically charge down the next... Um, charge down the next person who walks through that door. Okay, so you're going to ready yourself so the next culture that comes through you're going to lomp him, yeah? Yeah, correct. So there is a bit of distance between you. Um, do you want to come a bit closer? Because you you can't uh, delay yeah, your not? movement. You can only delay yeah, action. Yeah, he'll come. He'll come in. Yeah, okay. it's because he can double move. Yeah, that's fine. No problem at all. Uh, okay, so you delayed the action. After you in the order is going to be Lyra. Lara, what would you like to do? Um, I think I'm going to follow Lent's lead and just peek round the corner. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can grab my open. A bit tricky. Your character, do you, do you want me to... Did you want yeah, to just click, click where you want um, to go? I can drag you. Just up, just up to here, just so you yep. can see around the corner. Okay. Um, and I think I also wish to hold my action. I'm going to swap to my crossbow and yep. stay there. So you use a bonus sure action anybody... to bring the crossbow out. And yeah. anyone, yeah, okay. Um, I'm not too fussed about the guy that's swinging about. It's any other... Anyone that takes up the Salus, that's who I'm going to try. Okay, so any any cultist that pegs it for Salus, um, you're going to shoot down with the crossbow. Very nice, good. Another held action will bring us on to uh, cultist, the first cultist. Now this one is actually is Jerry, and he's actually ensnared by this magical rope that's lifted him up about three foot off the ground. His head is thank you. His head is just dangling above, and he is. Getting a bit of a rush of blood to his head, but he has screamed and yelled at Salas. Um, he's getting away! Intruder's getting away! So uh, he's going to try and attempt to withdraw a dagger and try and cut this magical infused rope that uh, is trapping his ankles. And I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to roll for you in front of you just so you can all see a 1d20. And let's see if he can get out of it. He fails, he gets a 10, so he is still trapped upside down, and that means he can't move or do anything else really. So unfortunately he is essentially grappled, uh, and he can't go. But the next set of cultists will move out, and I would get ready for this, okay? One comes out and uh, pushes past the dangling body of... Uh, <laughs> of Jerry that's hanging upside down and he's going to try and attempt to go to the east but obviously Blent being on the outside readying his warhammer will get his action so uh, Blent you may take the action come on then okay a 21 to hit definitely hits I think uh, just two handed save that save that yeah that's good We'll just yep. roll that. That is two hand gonna be two handed, yeah. Yeah. Good one. So Eleven okay. damage. Eleven damage on the cultist. Let me just double check to see how our cultist will fare. Well, it's early into the battle, and you are making up for lost ground on last week's session. Well done, Blent. You have killed him. How have you killed the first cultist of the night? Wow. 
As he uh, as he walks forward out of the door and pushes past his mate, Blent is going to bring his warhammer around and just hit him in the crook of the back and send him flying across the room into the other wall, where he just falls into a slump on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. So he is, uh, he is out for the count. Uh, that one is dead. There's still a hanging jerry in the air. Um, but other guards are going to start to flow out and... The last they hear the noise uh, and the and the yeah, painful screams that have caused have been caused by your um, warhammer on uh, the um, the first one that left the room. Others are just streaming out after uh, your friend Salas. Okay, and they all start moving towards the door. A few of them are quite slow, quite groggy, having just woken up, but a few of them are indeed coming out of the room. Okay, the corridor is soon going to be full and amassed with many occultists. Uh, one cultist has used all of its movements, Alice, to catch up with you. Um, so it's going to roll and try and attack you with... Do I its... get my opportunity attack? Uh, this one seems to be going for... This one does seem to be going for Salus, so you could get an opportunity attack, for sure. Come on, Lyra. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not, opportunity, not opportunity, just, uh, just your, no, your held action. Yeah, that's fine. Come on, no, that one. A 16, it does hit. Nice work. Yes. Come on. Right, 11 damage. 11. <laughs> a five, five. piercing down. Now, it's not enough to kill it, but it does severely wound the, uh, the, the cultist that, unfortunately, has just received a large metal bolt right in its rump. Um, and as it's trying to run towards Salus and, uh, and exact okay. the cultist's revenge upon this this man who has caused a very very strange sounding disturbance uh, he just receives that bolt up his ass and he just yells in pain however he does still get to take his action and he will use his scimitar on you atlas so are you ready atlas sorry salas apologies are you ready salas wonderful okay so the scimitar attack is a nat 20 unfortunately 23 in total so sorry. Uh, and it will be... Uh, oh, luckily, it only rolled off a d6. It only rolled a 1. So it's 2 plus 5 uh, in total. <laughs> yeah, 5 in total. Okay. Okay, so 5 right. points of damage. Okay. Whew. So that actually okay. wasn't too bad. That could have been a lot, lot worse. Uh, <laughs> as it brings Scimitar down and just slices actually just um, between your arm and your torso. Just around that shoulder area. Uh, causing quite a nice big gash to to appear um, in in your in your stronger arm as well. So, oh, wonderful! We've had a new follower. Thank you very much, Death Raven or Death Six 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 Raven. Thank you very much. I'm hoping that you're enjoying our stream. Yeah, three sixes. He is of Hell Incarnate itself. So, thank you for joining us as we descend deeper into Hell. Three three seven. <laughs> No, but that, I was I rolled one D six six six. Oh, <laughs> okay. That that must be like is that nearly halfway between six six six, isn't it? That's quite that's quite an impressive roll. Um, so that is one of the uh, cultists. The other ones that and they're in the room are just stacking inside the door, waiting to get out. Um, unfortunately, there is a hanging cultist in the way that's stopping them from all coming out at the same time. But this only gives Atlas, who is residing in the northern room, the opportunity 
to think carefully about his own attack. And I think that he is going to use some magic. He's going to uh, come out into the corridor, or into the, d the door of the corridor just up here. And he is going to use, I think, a spell. Hmm, what's, a, what's a spell he could use? Uh, five foot, could be a thunderclap. Hmm. Aha, I think he is going to use thunder wave. Okay. Yeah. Now, this will mean him getting a bit closer. Okay, and this will also mean that anyone within 15 feet is going to have to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, he, you know, he's normally one to think of his allies, but just the sheer amount of cultists streaming out of this door, he knows he needs to do something big and do something big quick. So, can I ask oh, yeah. everyone in... Uh, so, uh, Salus, you are within 15 feet. And Blent, could you both roll a constitution saving throw, please? And I'll get the, uh, the cultists to do the same. There's one, two, three... Three, three, four cultists to do the same. Salas so, Blent, you save. Luckily, the hanging body of the cultist uh, blocks the force of the impact. Um, Salas, you get advantage, do you? Yes, uh, against uh, due to my uh, origin and race. Or on just constitution saving and throws. Other magical effects. Just, just on all the saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Oh wow, nice. that's pretty. That's a pretty nice class ability, or race ability. I like that. Yarn T are pretty nice. Uh, so let me just roll for the cultists. It's a Constitution saving throw. So one, two, three, and four. Uh, ooh. Two of them pass, two of them fail. So the one in front of you, Salas, being so close, will receive damage. And the one right in front of Atlas will also Ooh. receive the force of this damage. And that damage will be a whopping 2d8, which I will roll now. Okay, 12 damage on this. And I'm pretty sure those that, uh, that pa uh, pass... Take half damage, okay? Um, nice. So, uh, half of that 12, um, Blent and Salus, you've received six mm. points of that Thunder Wave, unfortunately. But this one here, right in front of Atlas, is just thrown straight into the wall and absolutely his, his spine just snaps as soon as it hits the stone. Um, <laughs> so he is dead. This one here, unfortunately, Salas, is thrown into you. Um, because you're quite close, I'm going to ask you just to make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage, please, because it's really quite difficult for you to get out of the way. His flailing dead body is now heading towards you. An eight, unfortunately. Um, yeah. You said, um, are you going to... Have you got something up your sleeve? No, that's it. That's, no, um, just, that, just it. that eight then. Unfortunately then, Salas... I will roll a 1d6 for you. And you take two That's points brilliant. of bludgeoning damage as this now collapsing um, body is pushed towards you. Uh, this well, dead weight. What the Atlas is definitely doing quite well. <laughs> uh, Jerry is uh, also unfortunately going to take some damage as well. Uh, he, uh, he 
hanging to this rope. You just see him like swing around like a big boxing punch bag as this force knocks into him. And you hear him scream yet again. Um, and I think that's all the people that take damage because these are the people are kind of like out of the way, um, luckily enough. So they're, they're, the wall's standing between them and Atlas. So the people inside the room are good to go. Um, after Atlas, then, it is our good friend Salas. Salas, what would you like to do? Boyakasha and all that. I, being on my last leg, quite literally, uh, will, in the last act of heroism, I shall cast Arms of Hadar. Oh, I love Arms of Hadar. Um, so what, uh, just, 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 sorry, just, oh, to, actually, just to jump no, in. Oh, actually, no, I'm not, wait, no. No? <laughs> um, I think I will not cast Arms of Hadar. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, because I wouldn't reach anyone, I just realised. I have to cast it on myself. Yeah, it, it comes out of you, yeah. The arms literally appear out of your out of your body. <laughs> um, so right, it, no, you need to be um, what? Is it five foot reach? Ten foot reach. So ten foot reach, okay. It would just maybe hit Atlas and that's all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, take, I take it back. I am going to cast... Um, oh my goodness. This is difficult. Right. I think Firebolt Jerry and just leg it. Okay. Right, go for your Firebolt. Roll to hit, please, on Jerry, the hanging cultist. Yes. Let's have a look. That is a 22 that most definitely hits. Roll damage, please. Oh, a one point of damage. Now, to be fair to Jerry, uh, he has got a body uh, of the cultist kind of blocking your way, so he doesn't take the full splash of that firebolt as it hurtles towards him and he's also still swinging about from that thunder wave so it's not a still target it's definitely a moving one which has made that a lot harder for you to hit uh he's still alive and kicking uh well, he's not kicking he's still alive and hanging should i say um yeah jerry is still there as a bonus action sellers want to just scream like a monkey <laughs> and try running away just maybe to attract some more cultists. To attract um, some more. I see, I see. Okay. Fingers crossed they will continue to follow you. Uh, after you, Salas, in the order, it is Rhea. Rhea has so far been quite quiet. She's only got she got a two on her roll. Uh, she's also going to follow suit with Lyra and unfurl her heavy crossbow. And any um, one that comes out the room, she will take an attack at with her bolt. Okay. Um, so that's what Lyra's going to do, and um, she just peers over to Lyra, and she just says, I stand with you, dwarf. Let's take these bastards down. And uh, a bit of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Salus looks pretty rough. He does. He, he doesn't look in the healthiest of state, and uh, he is currently being chased by up, up to 10... Well, no, not 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 necessarily ten now because some a few of them have been killed. But yeah, still quite a considerable cohort of cultists are after him. Uh, after the uh, the Hell Rider of of Raya, it is Blent again. Blent, you are in, next to the doorway. You have got Jerry in front of you. Two dead cultists also adjoining, as well as Atlas just in front. Um, Atlas did, has like given you a, a little respectful nod. Uh, Blent, just to say you know, sorry for the, the Thunderwave um, misunderstanding. But I think um, Blent is probably going to cross over to that position. 
and he's going to use his bonus action. Um, second wind. Yeah, give yourself a bit of health. Gain one beat in a fog. Okay. Uh, is that, is that an, act, an action or bonus, sorry? That is a bonus. Bonus, okay. So you can use your second wind for bonus. Um, Which is 1d10 plus 2. Okay, yep, yeah, roll that. Just Add that one. health on for yourself. It will, cool. So 5 uh, so health. Nice, and then I think he you, will. You are within striking distance of there's one. I don't know if you can you can see it, but there is one. I can. You can. That door. Okay, yeah, but you can hit him <coughs> if you so wish. Uh, I think he's just going to ready the action so that if he steps across the threshold, he'll hit him. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's fine. So you can ready him as soon as he comes out of the door. You can bonk him on the head. Or the like with that large warhammer you you are holding, uh, Lyra. Then uh, you will need to use a bonus to reload your crossbow if you are going to wish to use that again. Um, but I'll leave it up to you. What would you like to do, Lyra? Um, I think I'm going to move in a little bit further if I could, please. Yeah. Whereabouts would you like to go? I think, I think here. Okay. Um, what because like I wish to use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on Salas. What's the range of that? It is 60 feet. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Okay, it's about 55 feet away, so you're just within range, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. just here. Um... Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm just using level one, so it's 1d4 plus 2. So 1d4 plus 2, so you can add that on a 5. 5 points of, of damage, uh, damage, hopefully not. 5 points of healing are uh, really? wafted through the air, through the dulcet, um, lustrous tones of Lyra, um, emitting oh. a, a nice sweet spell out of her lips. Um, does your spell carry any words that you want uh, Salas to hear? Um, scum would do. Sorry? A scum would do. What word are you saying? Scum? Scum? Yeah. I'm not shout shouting scum down the corridor. <laughs> that be a nice thing? It's kind of like a, 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 a sisterly kind of way of endearing Salas. <laughs> like, here... Have some healing, you absolute idiot. That's probably what flows down there. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, going, uh, upon, upon hearing these words, you feel somewhat diminished morally, but uplifted <laughs> physically. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> He's a fool, yes. but he feels better. Wonderful. Okay, so Salas, uh, yeah, you are healed for five points of, of, of health, of your hit points. Uh, Lyra, so you've used that as an action, yes? I have. Are you doing uh, anything with your bonus? That was my bonus. Oh, apologies. That's a bonus okay. action. That's a bonus action. But it does mean... Yes. So can I use my action then to swap back to my shield and warhammer? So yep, that's fine. So you can stow prepared. your crossbow and pick up your two weapons, readying yourself for your next go. Yeah, yeah no problem at all. So ready. I'm like, look at Rayo, I give her a nod. I'm like, cool. What, you, are you urging her to get up close and personal? No, no, just like, because she was like, I'm with you, and I'm like, I'm oh, with okay. you as well, but with Good. these things. Yes, 
A bit of camaraderie is nice to see. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, so after you, it is the the onslaught of our uh, cultists, unfortunately. And uh, Jerry's still hanging up there. Hanging in there, Jerry. He's going to try and <laughs> escape once more. Um, he's going to roll a strength check to try and get out of things. He rolls a 10. He fails again. Unfortunately, Jerry is still hanging by... Well, I say a thread, but he's hanging by a rope. Um, how many more puns can I get in? Um, so he misses the rest of his go. He can't do anything. He's getting quite agitated now. That... His face is looking awfully red. It's 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 easy to see even underneath that black, or sorry, the golden mask that he is wearing. Um, it's like a radiant sun emerging from underneath that mask. Uh, one more cultist will travel out of um, the the room, and unfortunately, I think he may get uh, attacked by the awaiting blend. So. This one will come out, but as he's come through the doorway, you can have a hit on that cultist. So, uh, throw away it. with a hammer, please, Blent. 24 definitely hits. Very nice roll. Very nice. Uh, okay, yeah. I guess we're rolling here. Two-handed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 12, 12 points. Blent, you are on fire. How do you wish to kill this one? Uh, oof, um, I guess uh, as he as he comes out of the door, uh, just bring the hammer straight down on top of his head, and it just sinks into his shoulders, and he slumps to the ground. Okay, so he's slumped just behind between uh, Jerry and uh, and Lyra, and he's now slumped on the floor. Uh, another one. Is going to come to the doorway and can see you. He can't get out of the door because there's too many. There's, there's Jerry in the way, there's dead bodies, there's you, there's Lyra, there's Atlas. It's too hard for this one to come out. But he is going to try and take a scimitar strike with his sword. Uh, right, are you ready, Blent, for this scimitar? Okay, it is a 19 to hit. That hits. And it's four points of slashing damage as he. Swipes down his scimitar uh, right down your chest, penetrating your armor. Is, is that is that is that hurting? Or are you pretty good for for health? Blent? Um, Blent's still pretty good at the moment. Wonderful. So you you brush it off. Blent is mighty after all, so you're good to go. Um, right. I am going to say that after you, it is going to be. Uh, well, the rest of the cultists can't really do a lot because they are stuck inside the room with... Uh, it's kind of like bottlenecked, which actually is working to your favour. Uh, Atlas is going to attempt to use yet another spell. Uh, I need to make sure I've just ticked off that Thunderwave spell from his spell, spell slots. And he's going to throw an ice knife past Jerry into the room... To the creature just be- uh, to the cultist just behind him, so this one just behind uh, Jerry is going to receive uh, the ice knife. The ice knife will be da, 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 a uh, roll to hit. So twenty-one hits. Okay. Good rolls tonight. Yeah, really good rolls. And the great thing about ice knife is that uh, it gets a one d ten to the target. 
but then everyone within five feet must take a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so let's roll the damage on the uh, ice knife. So three piercing, eight cold. Hang about. Oh, apologies. Yeah. So, so three piercing damage as the knife hits the cultist creature. Okay. Uh, but then everyone within five feet is going to have to take a constitution saving throw. That does include you, Blent. Okay. So, he, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, again, uh, Salas, uh, Atlas even, has uh, potentially damaged you. So if you want to roll a constitution saving throw, I'll do the same for all the cultists. So one, two, three... Okay, all of them fail by one. Okay, wonderful. Uh, unfortunately, Jerry has bit the dust. He is oh. gone. Uh, he just receives a smattering of icy shards as that ice knife just explodes into um, into particles that in sharp particles that penetrate through the air. Uh, yeah, Jerry has died. So poor, poor Jerry is gone. Uh, and he is now just a an upside down cultist that's just swinging away like like some of the meat you actually saw in that fr that fridge um, in the previous session. I saw lots of uh, venison and uh, and boar hanging. Um, the two people behind this 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 cultist also receive uh, a whopping eight cold damage. Uh, your constitution, Blent, you saved. So well done. You don't receive any of that cold damage. You meant to bring your arm up. And luckily, the shards that head your way are not as sharp um, as, as the other ones that have been uh, sprayed from this ice, ice knife. And let me just update the health on those two. So they've received an enormous amount of damage from that ice knife. The people in the room are not looking very well at all. After Atlas, it is Salus. Salus, you have been healed. You are running away still. And your distraction has proved to be somewhat semi-successful. They're not really following you anymore. Um. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, yes, so Salus would look back. And you'd probably see a few bodies. So maybe Salus would stop and would... Probably, what Salus would do would probably start slowly but cautiously moving back towards the door. Um, and he would probably get back to where he was. And what can what could Salus see? Uh, had you headed back towards the door from where you currently are? Yeah. Uh, you can't really see into the room. There's too many bodies. There's, there's a... There's a there's a upside down dead hanging one. There's a blend. Mm. There's an atlas. There's not a lot to be seen, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, it sounds like they're doing well. I think Salas would try searching this body. Maybe he's got some more food. Maybe even eggs. That's a good point. We we were um, we, that wasn't not mentioned in the the recap. But you are your character, Salas, is is a very um, very much a connoisseur of eggs. And you found a basket. Well, was it was it twelve eggs? Uh, I think it was seven eggs. Seven I eggs, but uh, seven eggs. Seven eggs are definitely um, you know, like like gold, worth gold to you. So apparently, they're the only seven eggs in the whole of Boulder's Gate as well. Boulder's Gate is fresh That's out correct. of eggs. But yeah, um, so you can search his body. Give me an investigation check, please. I'd love to. 
Right. Will be a good one. Brilliant. A wonderful nine. Fortunately, no eggs on this man. Uh, you obviously see the, the, the main things, his mask, which still looks intact. His uh, black cloak, which has got a hole um, in its in the rump area of it. Um, and you obviously find his scimitar, which looks in very good nick. It's been recently polished and sharpened. So. I think in the meantime, if Salas has time, Salas would want to start chopping off his head because Salas got a plan. Okay, so you're going to use your action to chop his head off? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, obviously, you can hold the head with one hand and chop with the other. Um, so the, the hitting of it is not the issue. How how hard you hit it is going to be an issue here. So can you roll me damage, please, on whatever uh, melee attack you wish to use? Right, right. What what's, what weapon have you got? Are you going to use? I've got um, I've got this uh, dagger, this lovely dagger that I stole from the house upstairs. I've just I've just I've, apologies. I've just realised. So you can use your bonus to get the dagger out. You won't be able to attack with it in this go because you use the action to search him. Yeah, okay. that's fine. I'm ready. I've That's got fine. a plan. I'm the man with the plan. So you've ready the dagger uh, to use on this dead cultist. Let's see yes. uh, what happens to Lo uh, Raya as she also wants to enter the fray a bit more. Unfortunately for Raya, she's got the sa same problem as you. She can get close, but she can't really see that far into the room. Um, she, to be fair, she can just see this one here. Uh, she has loaded her crossbow and she's going to use her action to fire yet another bolt into the room. Let's see how it rolls. Uh, veterans, blah, blah, blah. Let's go for the heavy crossbow. Heavy crossbow gets a six. Unfortunately, it does miss. Because of the, just the sheer amount of bodies in the way, uh, the cultist inside the room manages to, to just avoid the incoming bolt. Uh, you just hear Rhea curse quite loudly and start to reload her um, her crossbow. Uh, and uh, that brings us to the top of the round again. So, Blent, the mighty Bilbar, you are up. What do you wish to do? I think Blent is going to move back slightly to see if we can draw some of them out a little bit where we might be able to hit them a bit easier. So, he's literally just going to move back. Yep. So here, uh, he is gonna ready an action again, so that if anyone comes out the door yep. within his five foot radius, it's quite congested. But uh, <laughs> yeah, potentially. Yeah, just hoping to draw them out a little bit, um, and then I think that's it. Yeah, um, can't really do anything in a bonus. So yeah, no, he's done. Okay, ready the action. Sit there. Just hit someone as they come out, Lyra. Again, that bottleneck is actually starting to work against you. What would you like to do? I think I'm going to stay where I am. Um, I, if I can, uh, I want to try and move this body out of the way. So the one that's directly in front of me, I want to just try and like, kick that aside a little bit. I mean, the body's on the floor. You can stand on top of it if you wish. Awkward, though. I'm only tiny. Yeah, um, so it, it would use an action to move the body. Okay. Well, I'll I'll clamber then, not very gracefully, to yeah. gain some footing, like in, in this space here. Yeah, under you, its there is enough floor space for you to stand on. It's uh, 
it's you know it's uncomfortable footing, but it's not uh, it's not out of the question. So, um, and I do the same with Glenn and sort of re- ready in action. But I think as I like, I like look down to get my feet right and look up ready, and just see Salus holding a man up by his head. Yeah, <laughs> it slightly distracts me. Um, but yeah, I'm going to ready my action, and uh, if anyone comes through that door, I'm going to take a swing at them. Wonderful. Okay, so ready your action. Well, there actually is uh, someone just in the door, so you would have access to hit him. Um, he's looking pretty weak. He has just taken the, the smatterings of ice. You can see his chest is just peppered with small little holes and, and blood is just dripping slowly down his chest. Yeah, sure, why not? I will take okay. a swing round the doorway and see if I yep. can... You're within within reach of uh, the, one of these cultists. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this one-handed. Um, I have my shield. Okay, ten to hit does not hit. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, it's, it's an awkward angle with the door frame and the swinging body just you know, going back and forth. As you actually bring your, is it hammer down, your, your war hammer, yeah? It is. Uh, the, the body just swings and knocks it slightly, so you just kind of miss your target. Uh, so unfortunately, you do miss the cultist. But, you know, the, the, the idea and the effort was there. So, unlucky Lyra. That does bring us to the cultist, though. Uh, yeah, that one that you just hit is actually going to charge and try and push you away, Lyra. Okay. So he's going to come out and try and push you. Can you roll me, please, a strength check? And uh, he will do the same. Yeah. Oops, rolled for the wrong person. Okay, uh, a three. Uh, they rolled well, a, a four. Natural one. Natural yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> That's not not uh, not the best one to get. <laughs> No, but, not uh, the right time for yeah, that. Yeah, he is going to push you back 10 feet, okay? And he's going wow. to be standing over you, um, readying oh, his on. scimitar, okay? So he's pushed oh, you so back, on. and he is unfortunately uh, about to stab you on the next go. So be prepared for that, Lyra. Uh, another one is going to steam, steam out and try and attack Rhea. Okay, so another one has come out. Um, oh, hang about he's walking. That one's walking through a wall. Um, here we go. This one's going to come and, and try attack Rhea. And let's see if it, if it hits. Let's go for the cultist scimitar attack. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit Rhea, I believe, doesn't hit. So Rhea just brings up her shield. Sorry. Uh, brings up her crossbow and uses that uh, wooden frame to block the scimitar's blow. A big chunk is taken out of the crossbow, however, and then uh, he pulls his sword back and stops um, and looks around and sees, obviously, Blent and Atlas to his other side. He, this 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 cultist may have made a very poor decision in, in leaving that room. Um, however, the people behind him are unable to push past and get out as well, so there is a queue of people waiting to just come to, out to this slaughter. Okay, um, right. After all these cultists have made their, their five foot movement up, uh, unfortunately, 
it is, oh, I say, fortunately, it is Atlas's go. Atlas, you are going to uh, cast Shillelagh on your, uh, use the cantrip Shillelagh on your um, staff and turn it into a nice big bulbous bat to try and hit someone. And you do need to move, so you have to try and move through these bodies. It's getting quite congested out here. So, yeah. You have to hit this one straight in front of you then. Uh, so, Atlas, will you hit them with your shillelagh? That is the question. Okay. That is a 12 to hit on the cultist, which is the magic number. So, thank goodness Atlas has made... He's actually been very effective this fight. He may have hurt Blend a few times, unfortunately, but he has been effective. <laughs> I don't think he's done it on purpose, but yeah, apologies on that front. I am just doing what Atlas is likely to have done. He's very courageous with his spells. Um, so he's hit um, the cultist in front of him with the shillelagh. Let's roll damage on his shillelagh. Okay, it's 11 points of damage, and that is enough. It is a bit of an overkill, because this one didn't have much health to begin with. Um, <laughs> seeing this cultist, you know, bloody, um, speckled with the with the spikes of ice that penetrated his, his, his chest and torso, uh, he literally just brings down his shillelagh and bonks him on the head, uh, and just says, Any more? As he, as he ushers his words into the room. Um, the bodies are literally piling high. Uh, there are now two bodies out laying outside that room and I think they may need a bit of moving before you, you're going to want to enter there I'm afraid uh, right after Atlas it is in the order Salus Salus there's not a lot that can be done in the current uh, yeah. well there's plenty to do okay, to start with I need to chop off someone's head okay yeah so I take my nice new dagger and lift yep. up that guy, and I start just slowly cutting through all the dishes, and it's kind of a bit messy. I don't care. I need the head. You do need the head. Roll me damage on that, please. Okay. Oh, yes, please. And yeah, because um, because yeah, because it's 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 unguarded, undefended. You can roll a crit. So double your dice. So it would be four damage. Four damage. Okay, it's so a neck. Yeah, it's quite a quite a thin bit section of the body uh i'm gonna say with it with a lot of effort and pulling it's not not clean cut it's not a clean cut okay but you Happens have managed to dismember his head yes to very good what's the, what's the word it's not dismember is it? it's uh decapitated decapitate that's the one yeah that's the one so you have decapitated what would you like to do and that's it that's uh, it okay well, so you're holding like this head get, well i'd like to get ready if someone comes out of the room, I want to throw the head at them. So, well, the action would be chopping it off. Yes, yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I've, I've got a plan. Okay, okay. So you're just standing there holding this head. Is there anything you want to say to inspire your friends or put fear in the hearts of, uh, of the remaining cultists? No. No, okay. You're just going to stand and and stare uh, with, uh, with uh, yeah. but Not maybe stare, but maybe start laughing 
start with quietly and then just go into nice. a laughing rage, just ready for it. You just stand there like, like, like an absolute psycho. Hand. You just like chopped off the head and you're just like, <laughs> 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 like something out of it. Like just ugh. Okay, lovely. Thank you, Salas. After you, Salas, it is uh, Raya. Raya is going to shoot her crossbow into the room and take a shot at um, at one of the remaining cultists. And let's see how she rolls for her crossbow. Raya's crossbow will inevitably, hopefully, hit. It's an 18 to hit. Unfortunately, not the most amount of damage in the world. Only two damage. Yet, this is one of the occultists that did receive the ice damage from the knife. So it is enough to just completely penetrate his armour, penetrate his chest, and come out the other side swinging. Um, yet another cultist is just been effed up due to yeah, due to this bottlenecking you've caused in the doorway. So well done to uh, Raya. I think that's Raya's first kill for a while, to be honest. So well done, Raya. And uh, you can just see a small satisfied smirk on her face she, she's not one to love killing but she does take pleasure in it when it's necessary um and she's just she's just happy you can see her now happily reloading her crossbow um she looks down at her, at her quiver that's just attached on her belt um and she looks at her bolts and uh she she says oh um lyra i'm uh, i seem to be running low uh, if you could spare a couple of bolts in the, in the near future, I would be very appreciative. I'm busy eyeing up this cultist, and I'm like, in a minute, Raya! Okay. Uh, oh, uh, of course. Very cute. Didn't even bother helping her, and it's like, got any more hours? Yeah, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> very busy over here, kicking someone's ass. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I hear, yeah, like, Raya didn't even bother to help you. Uh, apologies. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I won't help you, but give me all your arrows. Give me your bolts. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't have accepted the help. <laughs> like, okay. This one's mine, he pushed yeah. me. Yeah, she knew that. She knew you look, look yeah. after yourself. You, she, you, you're enough. a strong, independent dwarf. Um, okay, yeah. after Raya is top of the order, back to our mighty Milbar, Blent. What would you like to do? Blent is fuming. He, uh, okay. he readied an action. He completely yep. expected someone to come out of that door and try and attack him. And they all went the other way. He's mm. absolutely furious. Is he? He's fed up to pieces. He's wasted an action. So he's going to try something here. Okay. He is going to try. Uh, bearing in mind, he is only about three and a half foot tall. That's so true. I feel like he yeah. can probably get over all these bodies and he, he is a small so a is, small uh, person so technically he's a bit more nimble than the average person yeah he's very acrobatic as well as we all <laughs> well know so he is gonna try and springboard off the stomach of this dead person and jump onto jerry's dead body hoping yep. to swing it back and then swing into the room over the pile of bodies in the doorway and just attack Whoever is there. Okay. Now, because this is obviously such an acrobatic manoeuvre to try and get in that room despite the the mountainous bodies piled up high, I will need a acrobatic check, please. Okie dank. I'm on, Blend. Let me know. 
It's quite small, so it shouldn't be too difficult. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, I would have probably accepted a 10 for that, as you are quite small. Unfortunately, as you springboard off this one, you grab hold of that body, and you do make it over the bodies inside the room, but you don't manage to bring your weapon up in time before the momentum of your swing causes you to fly straight into this one so you do manage to go into the room except you do fly into the cultist rather than attack him he will take damage but as will you uh i'll roll 1d6 and this will be the damage you both take so you both take three damage uh however this is the last cultist that received the ice damage so that is enough to kill him. <laughs> okay. wow. So he, yeah, that's the last uh, ice damaged so, cultist. I think as as Blend is as Blend is flying in, he trips. He just catches his toe on the the uppermost body, completely falls apart, but ends up going head knocking first directly into him and just crashes through him in an almighty headbutt. And uh, when he stands up, the cultist doesn't stand up. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, D Death Raven agrees agrees that that was the best kill of the night so far. Uh, totally. Oh, says bloke. Totally yeah. it. Totally meant it. Uh, yeah, of course you did, didn't you? Well, that, I mean, to be fair, that was what you were aiming to do. You were trying to get into the room and kill someone, and you have. So it worked in your favour, if not in the most graceful way possible. So well so, done, Blent. He is Blent dead. is a problem solver, and uh, he can turn any disaster into victory. There you go, there you go. Um, so I'm just going to ask Blent, can you quickly, quickly make me a perception check as you are now in this room? I would. Okay, then. Perception. Okay. Yeah. Natural one. It's not just um, me. That, that, that hangs true given that he just killed someone with his head. <laughs> yeah, you're you're He's quite you're quite concussed, you're a bit you're a bit shaky, your vision is quite blurred, and there's a lot of blood you having to smear out of your face. Unfortunately you don't have a lot of time to check your surroundings, so you cannot see what is around this room currently, okay? Um, right, after you, right, my dear after friend. you, right, oh, sorry, whoops, um, after you blent, it is Lyra. Okay, she's ready. She's okay. also, like, blent, fuming. Yeah, I bet she um, is. Just got pushed all that way back, and this guy thinks that she's nothing now. So, huh. she's like, you have seriously underestimated me, pal. <laughs> get a ready old warhammer and take a good old swing at him. Okay, so, uh, so you have to use some of your movement to get up off the floor, okay, and then you can use I'm your warhammer. Fine. That's fine, okay. Roll to hit them, please. Imagine the cheek of Rhea. I'm literally on the floor, and she's like, got any arrows? Well, shocking. <laughs> um, Wonderful. Okay, so a 16 to hit that definitely does hit the cultist that's standing in front of you. With your radiant warhammer. Oh, nice. Okay. So that's a. Is that two handed yet? A one handed because I've got my shield. Oh, so one handed. So eight points of eight damage. Eight 
So eight bludgeoning, and do we and the one d six for the radiant? Yeah. So in total, that radiant. is thirteen points of damage. Uh, yeah. How do you wish to kill this person? Thank you. Oh, yes. So I scramble it. up off the floor, take my stance, and uh, I I just leather him. I'm leather just him. furious, and I think I will have a pain for his shoulder, and try and knock that into his sternum. Okay, sorry, I'm just quickly just plugging in a, a laptop. So I can <laughs> You're alright. Yeah, I'm just plugging a laptop in because uh, it has gone dead and I have no notes up in front of me. But despite oh, that, uh, you have oh, killed this one. Cool. You've definitely killed the uh, the cultist. Um, I definitely broke a few bones through that left hand side. You can hear a massive crunch. You actually see out of the section of the shoulder you've hit, the the bones just penetrating out of the of the armor as well. Uh, a small smattering of blood now resides on your glowing warhammer. But yeah, lovely hit there. Um, so push you, me Lara. around, will you? <laughs> I think he made push. the wrong decision to to to, to push you for sure. <laughs> He's messed with no. the wrong dwarf on that occasion. Uh, there really only uh, lies one more cultist, and it is the one standing directly next to Blent. This one has had has seen no action, has taken no damage, and is literally just beyond impressed by what you guys have just done to his his you know, nine colleagues. This one does not grab for its scimitar, Blent. He looks at you, pulls down his mask, and he is looking scared shitless. He says, um, Sir Dwarf, um, very impressive manoeuvre. Uh, I didn't much like him anyway. I don't suppose we could talk about this? <laughs> Only if what you've got to say is the whereabouts of Thaddeus Krieg. Oh, you're after Thavius. Well, I mean, uh, my lady Duke Falamara, she has requested we give him our best, uh, our, our best attention, uh, and look after him. Um, but you know, <laughs> I'd rather keep my head if it's all the same to you. Um, yeah, he's in that room just beyond. I mean, just go for it. I, I, I wasn't here. <laughs> I will just go back to sleep if that's okay. <laughs> you will be going to sleep permanently if he's not in that room he says oh, honestly, are I sh- there any guards are there anything you can tell us about uh, that room he has got help? a couple of bodyguards there, so um, there is a, a an adjoining corridor just through that door and he points to the south just to this door by the south and um, yeah he says, he says there are there's two uh, personal bodyguards um they they may be dozing off because he's been in the uh, been in this chamber for a while now. Uh, he doesn't get out much, you see. <clears throat> okay, fair. Um, I think Blent is 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 satisfied. He just tells him drop your weapons and run out the door. Uh, I mean, if there was a, a door to run out of, I I mean, the way to the south is not really out. It's kind of further in, so... Oh, no. Uh, blend means as in this room! Well, the current room we're in, sir, there's... It's my friend's bodies piled up higher. I, okay, if you're if you're sure. And he uh, looks to start walking out of the room. 
you know, very very carefully treading over the the the, the dead bodies and the um, yeah the blood. Okay, um, so this will actually see end of combat for this part, but there is this cultist that's still heading out of the room. Um, he Oi. he immediately spots Atlas and Rhea and uh and sees sees them eyeing him up salas and lyra you see this man walk out and push jerry's body to one side as it's hanging he is maskless but what would you like to do oh salas is still carrying out his plan and so seeing the the cultist walk out he wants to cast prestidigitation on the head he just chopped off so that it looks like it's weeping and and kind of crying in a, in a horrible scared way and he wants yeah. to lift up the head over his head and say enemies of silence behold what happens <laughs> okay uh, give me a intimidation check please with advantage oh yes please okay 24 wow. the cultist that's walked out he's maskless he, as soon as you start talking, he, his eye and his ears catch you, and he's look, looking at you with wide eyes, a gaping mouth, a quivering lip. He is so, so intimidated, Salas. You have started to see, just uh, down by his black um, cloak, uh, a darkening happening. He appears to be wetting himself. Um, and he just wants to get the hell out of there. He turns around so quickly, he runs, unfortunately, straight into uh, Lyra. Um, so Lyra, he has run this straight again. into... This <laughs> again. Yeah, uh, I want to push him with my shield so that he bounces off me as he goes past. Okay, roll to hit with your shield then, please. So it'll be you plus your strength. I don't have to do that. So just roll you a D. Uh, D20 plus your strength. And uh, you can't really be proficient with the shield. So just your strength will be fine. Yeah, fine. Uh... It'll be the same as a strength check, technically. Oh, I've started typing. Don't worry. Okay, no worries. Okay, to hit. He does manage to dodge this. He he does look round very quickly. He sees you and just uh, jockeys around you. So, um, unfortunately, you do not manage to hit him with your shield, but he just starts pegging it. You just, you, just, you just see him pegging it down the corridor, almost slipping up in the sewers and the shitty water that he has to traverse over. Um, but you can, just, you can just hear him screaming, You guys are bloody crazy! I'm getting out of here! Lyra, catch him, murder him, don't let him get away. Have you not learned from that stupid maid upstairs? Uh, Raya just says... Salas wants to start running at least towards in that direction. Yeah. He's not happy with that. That's fine. Salas, can you stop making people wet themselves, please? You terrifying human. I mean, luckily enough, of all places for him to wet himself, of all places, he has done it in a sewer, so... (laughs) He's done it in a good place. Still pleasant. Raya... Just says, oh, I'll handle this. And she just brings up her crossbow and aims to him as he's running out of uh, out of range, just beyond the corner. And she does manage to get a shot off. And how will she roll? Let's have a look. Heavy crossbow. She rolls a whopping nine. She does miss, unfortunately. Uh, and that was her last bolt. She has used her very last bolt. Oh. 
And she literally says, oh, for fuck's sake, that's my last bloody bolt as well. Uh, Lyra, have you got any uh, spare for, yeah, for a friend? Yeah. Do we need to get him? Blunt, Atlas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, by, by that point, he is round the corner. Uh, who Who is pursuing him? Thalus is running, of course. Yeah, I, I will as well. He is, okay. He's going to be a good, like, 30 feet ahead of you because he's, he's a sprite runner. Uh, Lyra will, cap, will run round. Okay. Um, and Ray is not going to. Atlas is going to stay. Uh, he, he's not one to run. He's quite a graceful chap. Uh, as you look round the corner, however, though, Salas and Lyra, you can see, and I'll just move my camera for everyone at home to see. Um, let me one more second. It wants to go to the right. Oh, I can't go any further right. That's fine. Um, so, um, you can see both Salas and Lyra have rounded the corner and see him a good you know, 40 feet away. What would you both like to do upon sighting him? Firebolt. Okay. Roll to hit. And uh, what would you like to do, Lyra? I'm reloading my crossbow. I'm going okay. for a crossbow. Okay, yeah. So you can roll to hit with your crossbow as well. As you're running around the corner, hastily reloading it. But you can get a shot off. Uh, Lyra hits and so does Salas. Both roll damage, please. Nice. Come on, Lyra. So That's five and a two. Uh, it's not going to be beautiful enough. Beautiful natural one. Um... Yeah, not 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 great hits. I won't lie, no. but but it's enough to hurt him, and he yells out in pain. I've just realised I've, I've I've selected one of the ones that has a uh, death symbol on them. He's he's not dead, but he is injured, um, and he can yells out in pain as as, he, as this bolt, both the bolt of the crossbow and the bolt of the fire, uh, strike his back, nearly knock him off balance. But he is literally running as fast as he can, as quick as he can, out uh, of your presence. Um, so he carries him running. Do you both keep pursuing him? Yes. Okay. In that case, yes. Uh, I'm going to stay with him. Atlas is, uh, is going to stay and enter the room to come find you and see if you're okay. Um, Atlas just says to you, Blenta, uh, well, hopefully the, uh, the chaps will catch that. Uh, that loud gentleman. What, uh, what, what did oh, he have to he tell you? To be letting him go. Oh, uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, thought, he, I thought you let him go, Brent. He was, uh, he was a very helpful fella, and uh, he's given us the whereabouts of Thaddeus Krieg and let us know to expect some resistance. Oh, really? Well, that is very fortuitous. Raya, we think we may have found Thaddeus. And Raya hastily climbs over with you now putting back her crossbow and getting out her shield and sword once more and says, Did someone say Thavius? Yep, that will be me, my lady. Where is he? Oh, and she, she gets her sword ready. Lead ready. the way, dwarf <laughs> Uh well he's um sort of out of this room really. So um probably pointing that sword in the other direction. So uh, so you, you know, do you tell Raya and Atlas which door they're heading to? Uh, yeah, southern door. The southern one here. Southern yeah. Door. Okay. Um. So they. Uh, yeah. They ready up themselves, and uh, if you wish, Blent, you could go through that door now, or you could wait for your your colleagues to return. Uh, I think 
Blent would suggest that they wait for the others to rest. Okay. Um, Raya looks agitated by this, but she understands. She knows there is strength in numbers, and she is low on bolts, as she I think, has um, said. I think, I think um, Blent suggests to Raya, maybe uh, let's see if we can salvage anything off of these folk or in the room. Yeah, okay. So you can roll investigation check with advantage to have a look around here. I'll come back to Lyra and Salas. Um, Lyra and Salas, you can choose um, to chase him. He is getting out of your... Uh... Oh, I've, I've lost him off my map. Apologies. Uh, you can choose to chase him, but he is getting beyond your vision, so you need to hurry up and catch him. Okay, so you can move another 30 chase. feet up. Chase! Okay, and he, he is approaching the corner of um, this section of the tunnel, the sewers. So you can just see him on the outside of your vision. What would you both like to do? Firebolt. Firebolt, okay, roll to hit. Are you reloading as you're going, Lyra? Uh, can I, can I, I know we're not in combat, can I dash and try and get to him? Uh, his speed. Or I not reach him? Um, his speed, yeah, he, he's, he's running away from you, so this is pretty much as well, far as... Yeah, this is pretty much as far as you can get. Wait, let me just get one. So one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you're as far as you can get in, in that space of time. That's fine. I will reload then. Okay, and you can take a, a hit as well. Salas, unfortunately, that does miss. Oh, bugger. 12. Well, well, 13 hits. Right, roll damage on that crossbow. Please, Lyra. And oh, that gosh. is enough. Wonderful. <laughs> so, how are you hitting this fleeing Drop cultist him. with your crossbow? Hastily. I don't think it's even an aimed shot. Just you just you see the firebolt miss, and you know that the pressure is on you before he rounds that yeah, corner. Because you know if he rounds that corner, he's pretty much gone. Uh, and you just let loose your bolt, flies through the air, and impacts him straight between the shoulder blades. And you just see him hunch his back, and he just yell quite loudly. Which is starting to echo around these corridors, and uh, yeah, the man, cultist who was set free um, by Blent, has now been brutally murdered. Unfortunately. Oh. And Tanya's looking around, and says, "Who fired that shot?" Like, oh, it's oh, you're here. Oh, it's Lyra. Hello. Didn't see you here, little person. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Oh, nothing. You with you flipping. Crazy oh, firebolts that never hit. Ah, thank you very much. At least been warning I, shots. How I I wanted to light the light the corridor for you so you can have a better target. Oh sure. I, I'm gonna. I'm a person. I've been learning. I've been taking note of the things that you do. I'm already walking away from Salas at this point. <laughs> you just stop listening to him. He, he's, he's starting to waffle now. So you just you know at that point it's probably better just to walk off. Okay, um, so I'm you guys... I'm going to see if I can retrieve any bolts yeah. from that body, in as everyone's shot. The body you just shot, yeah? Hmm. Uh, okay, can you roll me a slight hand check to see if you can take these yeah. bolts out without damaging them too much, please? Sure, sure. Okay, how many bolts have you fired into him? Two, yeah? Two. Yeah, you get one back. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so Salas and Lyra, you head back towards uh, where the cluster of bodies are. 
back towards the room you were previously um, fighting outside of. And you, you manage to make your way, wade your way through inside this room, and you, you find your colleagues, you find Rhea, Atlas, and Blent all discussing the next move. Um, Blent, now you've had a bit of time to take in your surroundings, can you roll me a perception with advantage, please? Oh, no, sorry, apologies. Yeah, you've done, yeah, yeah, apologies. Yeah. You've done investigation, haven't you? Yeah, you've done investigation. So, yeah, yeah, um, with a 17, yeah. So, you are currently uh, in what. Yeah is obviously a, a quarters, a sleeping quarters. Uh, and this room is just littered with bunk beds to which you know, the, the current cultists you see on the floor dead uh, were residing. Next to them are unfoot, uh, sorry, unlocked footlockers uh, and lots of them contain just ordinary clothes that the cultists would wear above ground. Um, yeah. You find a couple of these golden masks and uh, you know, freshly kept, and you also find a small amount of gold in one of the chests, um, you know, with a mixture of different of different currencies, but amassing to a total of about eight gold. Um, so not not a lot, but these cultists are not really paid very well, so um, you would not expect to find a massive amount of gold on their being. Uh, Apart from that, there's not really a lot in this room. This really was just a sleeping quarters. Okay. Fair okay. enough. I think then um, all Blend does is probably try to pocket that gold. And then relay to everybody um, the information about the door to the south and the whereabouts of Fabius. Blend. Okay. Yeah. Are you an imbecile or something? Just asking a friendly question. Did you just let that guy go so that we have to chase him and kill him down the corridor? He's dead. You were what? supposed to let him go. He uh, he dropped oh, his scimitar, took off his mask, and said he wanted no part of this life anymore. Oh yeah, I sorry, I forgot that. He, yeah, I suppose he, he should have just walked away and told everyone we're here. Yes, very well done, Blend. You are such a clever fellow. Oh, I don't. Well, you know, everybody deserves a second chance, Salas. We've given you several. What? <laughs> I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm not sure you know what you're talking uh, about. Atlas interjects and just man. says, the dwarf has a point, Salas. You do run a mock quite a lot. I'm just trying to keep us safe here, okay? If you just listened to me, there would be no trouble with any of this. Nobody would get hurt, especially by friendly fire. So, um... Yeah, Atlas, out of all the people here, I think you should just go lie down in one of these beds and just wait for us to finish off the party. Uh, it, Lyra it, is looking, following this conversation from one person to the next and doesn't know if she's done right or wrong. She's <laughs> She knows that the guy was being noisy and that was probably a bad idea in leaving. But also, if Blent had let him go, she's very torn. Um, <laughs> it's just having a bit of a panic and trying to look around at everybody. Not what's going on. Fortunately, out of all of you, at least Lila, Lyra is learning something. You should have seen that last shot. The guy was absolutely gone when that bolt went through his heart. It was beautiful. I was did good. shoot him in the back, though. It didn't feel great. Uh, Raya, Raya, just listening to all this, she says, um, as, as humorous and um, pointless as your discussions are, my friends, we have been told Thavius is beyond this door. 
He is the very reason I am in this city. Why are we waiting? What's, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the point? Go in then. Uh, Lyra sort of like clears her throat and is like, oh, um, maybe we should heal. I've got some potions. Some potions. I, I mean, I'm okay, but you're more than welcome. That won't you just chuck it. We we can have a little drink and we can be on. Yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> thirsty. Blent um, sort of rubs his head a little bit after that last one. It says, "Oh, my lady dwarf, I uh, I wouldn't mind if you're offering." I I indeed am offering, and I hand him a uh, a potion of healing. Okay, so Blent got a potion of healing. Uh, Salas, are you have you got one, or would you require one from no, Lyra? No, but I want to poke Lyra and say, "I'm I'm feeling a bit thirsty too." Do you not have one either? Okay, fine. And I hand him a potion. Um, uh, and okay. then I take my third remaining one. I oh, believe yeah. Atlas has some. Uh, Atlas is going to just use cure. Oh, he can't use cure wounds. He's run out of um, spell slots. Uh, he has got a second level spell to use. He is going to. I was trying to avoid. Using my spells, which I'm suggesting. Yeah. I'm looking at um, Atlas's kit. He has got one potion of healing. So it is a 2d4 plus 2, which he's going to roll. Oh no! <laughs> well done, Atlas. Atlas gets a 5. Well, it Natural 1. Wow. Uh, Okay, but to be fair though, uh, that does bring Atlas back up to full health, so he's okay actually. He he wasn't that he wasn't that you know, wasn't that needy of it, but uh, yeah, okay. So the party is pretty much there in terms of you know, having healed themselves from that. Um, Lyra again sees you chugging these potions and becomes yet more impatient. <sighs> right, Blent. I don't know about you, but I'm going through that door. I do not care what is on the other side, but I request that you please join me. Please help me kill or capture, you know, not necessarily kill this man, but capture him um, at the very least. Do I have your your hammer? You have my hammer. Salas, do I have your tongue? You, you have my tongue and my fingers and my dagger if I need to chop off a head and a fireball. If well, the most... The most the most uh, you know, the, the the worst part about you is your tongue. It's very vicious with your spells. And Lyra, I need your I need your hammer and shield. I'm with you. Okay. And, and that... I just whispered, "Tell us why did you cut that man's head off?" <laughs> it was intimidation. It was for show. It was to cause a massive. Okay. Raya uh, <laughs> is, is just going to get like she's she's getting the nods from all of you, and she she she's, she says just. Right, let's be off. And she kicks down this door to the south, okay? And we will reveal what is beyond the door after we have a very short break.
Okay, all right. Ooh, What's behind good. the door, we do not know. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, you know, offer the players just to have a quick drink or a quick toilet break whilst I just tell people at home how they can stay in contact with us when we're not doing uh, our streams, okay? And this is on our uh, socials, so let's have a look. So we have got... Uh, Obviously, our Twitch channel, uh, which actually is the same um, username for our YouTube as well. It's not on this page, but we have got Twitter and we have got Instagram. So feel free to join us on those platforms as well as YouTube. We are uploading our, all of our streams onto YouTube as well. Um, but you know, if you're watching us on Twitch, then keep watching us on Twitch. This is where we are predominantly going to be playing and hanging out every Monday night on a uh, on a Monday at uh, about seven half past seven most most weeks. So look forward to having you join us soon and uh, I will just ask you just to wait patiently as me and my players or my players and I uh, have a quick break and we'll be back very, very shortly. We'll see you soon. If you're enjoying this podcast, come watch us on twitch.tv forward slash the natural ones UK for weekly D&D content. We stream Mondays at 7 UK time. Now back to the show. Enjoy. Right, Lyra is back with us in the party. Um, are you guys ready to have revealed to you what on earth is behind that door? Absolutely. Wonderful. Yes, please. Okay, I am just going to put on a little bit of music to set the mood. Oh no, oh no. Right, okay. if anyone dies... As long as it's Raya, it's fine. It is completely fine. I mean, not not the nicest thing to say to a colleague. But uh, as your colleague uh, Raya kicks down that door with an almighty thud of her steel-capped um, pa- is it a pauldron her, uh, or a greave? It's one of the ones. It's basically her foot. She kicks it down with her foot. And it goes down off the hinges with a loud slam. And as she enters, you just hear a shout. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh. So I'm just going to take off that door so you guys can see what is on the other side. (laughs) Uh, Who would like to enter through the room first? Yeah, Blint. Blint's all over (laughs) it. Okay, so Blint, as you walk in, could you please give me a, a perception check? Yeah, oh god. So, alright, one second, I'm just doing the encounter. Uh, what was the roll? It was a whopping five. So, unfortunately, you haven't um, managed to see the whole corridor. But you are looking down this end and you do see one of those maroon cloaked cult fanatics uh, with its sword in Rhea. It has really like plunged it deep into Rhea and you can see it has a grimacing teeth showing smile upon it as it releases the sword and you just see uh, Rhea like clutch her both her hands dropping her shield and her sword onto the ground and holding her stomach. And you just see the light, the the skin change from from the dark um, tanned colour she has to a very pale white. Um, 
she's been wounded quite severely with that sword blow. Um, yeah, not nice. Blent, what would you like to do? And uh, are you going to talk or are you going to? What are you looking to attack? Uh, yeah, Blent, I think, is definitely seeing that he's going to want to attack. I'm going to shout okay. something along the lines of, You red goat bastard! <laughs> and then um, probably just try and bring his Warheimer deck crashing down on top of him. Okay, right. I will have to ask then for you to roll initiative, please. Okay. So, everyone can roll initiative. Atlas can as well. And despite being stabbed, a natural <laughs> one. Right, add that to the list. Add that one to the list. Uh, Raya has um, dropped her sword, but she, it, despite being quite uh, quite brutally injured, she is going to take part in this. She has enough strength in her to take part in the ensuing fight. So, uh, Raya's got a nine. Uh, what are the other roles we have? Salas with a 16. Well done, Salas. Very nice roll there. Uh, Salas with a 16, there we go. Unfortunately, Blent with a 2. Not the most impressive role we've received from you tonight, Sir Dwarf. Blent with an 8. Blent with an 8. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm looking, I'm looking at Atlas with a 2. Apologies, Atlas got the 2. Blent with an 8. And Vulcan is not in this fight. I've, I've, for some reason, I've got Vulcan in this in this order. I'll just take him out quickly. <laughs> and we have also got. He's burst in through all. He walls. has. He's, he's just <laughs> burst in with his crown on his head, and he looks he looks pissed. Uh, not angry, just pissed. Um, and that will leave our last two people to roll. And because they were kind of ready for you, um, Blent. As Rhea has already started them, the two people that are in this room are going to take their actions first. Okay. The cult fanatic nearest you is going to, has, having withdrawn its longsword, it is going to try and strike you twice um, with its longsword. Okay. So, Blint, one is a 13, one is a natural one, so a six. Neither hit. Neither hit. Uh, it strikes you, but uh, tries to strike you both times. You block it gracefully and quite sternly with your Warhammer, using the handle to block the blows and push the Fnatic back into the corner. Um, and uh, he, you just see him spitting through his teeth. Stay still, dwarf. You won't begin to Thavius today. That's he, uh, he's he's quite he's quite incessant that he uh, he's, he's going to stop you. Um, he's had a, he's already had a good go at Raya, and he's not going to take it lightly from you either. The other cult fanatic's going to stride over to you, flanking you from your left side, and actually go dual handed. He retrieves a short sword, going dual dual wielded. And he's going to try and strike you with his three attacks. So he gets two of his long swords, and also as, he, as he's withdrawn his short sword, he can use his short sword as his bonus. So let's see if we can evade all three of these blows, Blent. Okay, a 13, 13, and a 15. Oh, joy. Yay! No Yay. joy. So this pummel blows is literally slashing at you with his two swords, one long, one short, and you are just taking it like an absolute beast. 
Um, seeing your friend Raya get stabbed in the stomach has caused you, you know, maybe some pain, maybe some rage within you still residing from previous fights, but you're not going to be taking these blows today. So well done, Blent. You received no damage at all. Uh, that just brings to Salas, though. Salas, what would you like to do? Oh, it's getting crowded again. It is. Uh, it's, it is bottlenecked. Think... It is bottlenecked. I think Salas wants Sorry. to shout to uh, Blend. Get out of the way, dwarf! Um, I mean, he is a small person, think... so you can get in the room, uh, in, past the door, and pass him if you wish. Um, so you could get over to there. Um, you could come over to here. It's up to you. I think. So. Can I see? Can I see the the one of the cult fanatics? Is that is that correct? Can uh, I see this you... guy? It's yeah, you can. You can me. see him. Yeah, you can. I just want to cast a chill touch on him. Okay. Uh, Roll and... to hit them. Eight does uh, not hit. I'm afraid. Erotic hand appears from the ground, but it's a bit rubbish. No, even with the light amount of armor this one is wearing, uh, he's really just wearing a cloak. To be honest, uh, he's quite he's nimble enough to step out of the uh, the clutches of your necrotic hand appearing from the floor. And uh, yeah, he is untouched. Uh, anything else you would like to do there, Salas? Uh, no. I think I just shouted at Blend, and hopefully it will all be fine. Okay. Uh, Blent, hopefully uh, it will be fine. Uh, it is uh, Lyra's go, however, after Salas. So, Lyra, what would you like to do? I don't wish to come any closer, but I do wish to use a second level spell. I wish to cast Aid. Ooh, so aid, okay. That means that for the foreseeable, uh, I can choose three creatures. Um, to boost their hit points by five and increase their hit point maximum by five. Okay, that's pretty good. So, who who going to choose which three creatures? Blent, Raya, and Atlas. Okay, not Salas then. Not ah. Salas. He's unlikely <laughs> to get up close and personal, but Atlas very might true. get in and get scrapped. Okay, so that's you heal logic. her by five. Uh, She's still looking pretty, like that gore that she has just received Ooh. in her stomach. It's still looking pretty bloody, but she uh, she Not is bad. thankful for the uh, the boost to her vitality. Um, she she throws you a uh, a, a grateful smile. I'm like, don't thank me, just kill them. <laughs> um, so, is that your bonus or is that your actual action? Apologies, that's my action. That's your action. Anything to do with your bonus or any movement you'd like to do? I don't think I'm I'm gonna stay where I am. I think okay. that's fine. Um, yeah, no, that's it for me. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, after you, it is um, it is Raya, and Raya is going to um, pick up her sword and shield, and with you know, with some quite weak arms, she's not as strong as she was earlier, just because of the really quite fearsome blow she just took. The sword went straight to her gut, and likely came out the other side. Unfortunately, her cloak, her cape, she's got wearing like a, like a red cape on her back, um, slash cloak. It's quite a, quite a you know, shoulder length sort of cloak. Um, that was likely to have uh, you know, stopped you from seeing the blade come out the back. 
With her sword, with her shield and arm, she is going to strike the creature, the cultist in front of her, and get her revenge. Using her multi-attack, she does get two attacks with her um, short sword. Okay. Uh, sorry, her long sword even. Uh, she is going to do a six, a natural one on her first hit. And then a 15 on her second. So she misses the first time, but she does find contact with the second, doing a whopping... Is that two-hand? A whopping nine points of damage on this fanatic. So he, she finds um, a good chunk of flesh to bury her blade. And the cult fanatic, nice. still smiling, um, the grin, however, is lessened. Uh, you can see there's a bit of pain in his eyes. But, yeah, she's done her job and she's done it well. So that is Raya's go. Blent, you have seen... Rhea, exact her revenge on the cult fanatic. What would you like to do? Sorry, buddy, you're on mute. Oh, sorry. I think Blunt is going to attempt to attack the other cultist then. Okay. Um, are working for him tonight, so I think he's just going to probably use his uh, Warhammer. Two-handed Warhammer. Go for it. <laughs> yeah! Nice. Very good, nice. Way. Right, double your damage, and, please. Um, I think, I think, as oh, he's man. done that as well, he is also going to want to use Action Surge. Uh, Are you a fighter or a barbarian? He is a mix. He's a combination. Oh, okay. Wow. What, level does, what, like, what level does... What level does... Does fighter get action surge? Is it level one, level two? Uh, I think it's level. Oh, it's level, level two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two, right. but Blunt is four. He's already tipped over. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> not four though, because you haven't had a long rest yet. Uh, no, he was already four before that. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, I think when we, yeah, when we made him, you were yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. Uh, so yeah. Go for it then. Roll uh, your damage, please, on those on that critical hit with the warhammer. All to it. Yeah. So, so it's a one d ten doubled. Oh, it's six six plus three, but it hasn't doubled the six. So uh, it's what fifteen damage. Okay, so fifteen damage. So yeah, because it hasn't doubled the six. You're right. It hasn't. Uh, so fifteen damage on was it this one here just to your just to your left yeah yep correct okay um, yeah fifteen damage on him that's quite a big chunk of his health that you've taken out as you bring that warhammer down um, he manages to evade the, the initial blow with his ish, moving backwards but you do bring it down onto his thigh and you just hear a crack um, of his thigh bone as he is now having to limp and support himself with one of his swords. Um, yeah, very, very good blow there, Blint. Nice work. He screams in pain as you deliver that blow. Uh, after you, Blint, it's going to be our... Uh, Hang on, doesn't he? Blint use, sorry, Blint was using action surge. Oh, you've got another, another action, of course. Apologies, buddy. Yeah, go for it. You yeah, so attack. he's just to uh, attack again, yeah. 
do you, uh, sorry, not familiar with this one. Does Blunt need to roll to hit again, or is it just? Uh, yeah, it will be another another attack, so another roll to hit, please. Thank you, Dink. Oh my god! Another one. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Oh, yes, That's please. two nat twenties yeah. in a row. Well done. That's making up for the poor nat ones we've had tonight. So really impressive there, Blunt. Incredible. Roll your okay. damage, please. So again, uh, it's a three, but it hasn't doubled to three, so that's nine total. Nine total of damage. Ooh. Okay, wonderful job. Uh, unfortunately, not enough to kill the the, the person, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, so I think the only thing Blent might want to do, having done all that, is yep. try to clear the doorway like you had from Samus. Yeah, so if you so, were to move there... I'm obviously going to get a... You will get an attack. Yeah, they will get attacked. It so doesn't really matter because one of them is going to get an opportunity. So I think Blunt is probably going to want to move here. Okay, so this one will get an attack with his short sword on you. Okay. So they mm -hmm. will attack uh, with a short sword. So an 11 to hit, which I assume probably misses, doesn't it? Misses, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Atlas, I believe he still has his shillelagh. So, therefore, I think he will use it. Let me just double check how long his shillelagh lasts for. Um, I think it is for quite some time. Uh, oh, no problem, it's only for a minute, so he will have to cast that again. So he cast the cantrip off his shillelagh for his bonus, and then we'll use his shillelagh to attack the um, cult fanatic, which you have also been pummeling into. So, let's see how Atlas does for damage on his shillelagh. Well, he hasn't hit yet, so let's do that first. Uh, oh, another nat 1 to the pile. It's weird, we only seem is. to roll nat 1s or nat 20s. I'm, mm, I'm just, think, I'm just, uh, I'm just so Yeah, clearly, definitely, clearly. Um, so that means that uh, Alex will not hit its target with his shillelagh, and causing him to you know, pass the torch on to the next person in the order, which is the person at the top. It's the cult fanatic. The cult fanatic is going to have their go. Uh, it's going to try and strike the uh, the new foe in the corridor, which is Atlas. So it's going to use its two sword attacks on Atlas. Okay, a 21 which hits and a nat 20, 20 25 in total, uh, which also hits. So both of these will hit. Uh, so there is a, oh, apologies. My earpods have just run out. One second, let me just sort my uh, my hearing out. Can everyone hear me okay? Can I ask her, Mike? There we go. Yeah, can, you, can you guys hear me all right? Oh, yes. there we go. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So my earpods have just run out, so I unfortunately uh, haven't got them to use. So we may receive a bit of an echo for anyone watching at home. Apologies on that. Um, I just need to remember to charge my earpods or airpods in future. Um, right, so those two attacks on uh, Atlas are going to hit hard. I'm looking at um, the 11. So there's an 11 add 
for the two, so five. That's 16 points of damage on Atlas. 16. Uh, yeah, that's nearly half his health. So that's a big... Did you add all his buffs? Was he like at maximum? <laughs> uh, oh, you added five to it, didn't you? I did. So I'll add that on now. Thank you for reminding me. Because that ups uh, his maximum as well. It does, yeah. So he's... Uh, yeah. Okay, so he's not looking okay. as bad as as it, it previously did. But still, Atlas has walked into that corridor straight into the blades of this crazy-looking fanatic. Um, yeah. Not the smartest of, of moves by Atlas, for sure. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how things play out. I'm going to double-check that our audio is working, because I can't hear any noise on the music that I was playing. Let me just restart it, just to give us a bit of atmosphere for this fight, because it's going to get even more intense as Cult Fanatic B is going to have a little strike and a little go at Blent. Blent, Cult Fanatic B, having a, a long sword in one hand and a short sword in the other, is going to take three attacks again at you, two with the long sword and one with the short sword using his bonus action. Are you ready, Mr. Dwarf? Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay, so on the... First longsword hit, it was a 19. Hits. The short sword was a 15. Doesn't hit. And the second longsword attack was a nat 20, 25 in total. Oh. Okay. Alex, Blake, did you add your buffs as well? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the first longsword that hits is the eight damage plus another eight damage from the crit. So it rolled quite low on the crit, but that's 16 points of damage no in roll. total. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. yeah. That hurt. Are, you, are you still with us, Sir Dwarf? Oh, yeah, he's still here. Well, that's um, uh, definitely uncomfortable. You can just hear some poisonous words come your way with those blows from the swords. As the fanatic just just he kind of like hisses at you, shouting, "You're not getting one step closer to Thavius." Okay, uh, and with those blows, that will end his go. After the uh, fanatic, it will go to Salas. Salas, what would you like to do? I think Salas, seeing all this, would try getting a bit closer to the door to get kind of like a better direct angle at this guy. Yeah. And Salus would do what he does best and fire a mighty fireball at that bastard. Yep, roll the hit, please. It's a massive one. <laughs> 22 to hit. Wonderful. Eight damage. Oh, that is a shame. Uh, not looking at you, looking at Blend, you just see the splash of fire coat his back. His cloak, his red cloak starts to catch fire and starts to, you just see him screaming as his hair sets on fire and his whole back just starts to burn and blister. He goes down to one knee using the, 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 the swords just to prop him up from falling on the ground. He is down, but he is not out. He is just barely hanging on to his consciousness. Okay, so he is uh, not looking a happy chappy one bit. All right. Uh, Good firebolt, but it was not enough. Hopefully, Lyra can finish the job. Lyra, what would you like to do? 
I'm going to attack the same guy that Salas did. Okay, so move up. So, so if we move you forward, then yeah. Um, so you can climb a bit closer, and you should be within striking distance for this uh, bodyguard okay. here. Yes. Right. Roll to hit on whichever attack you wish to do. Oh, I was going to use cantrip. Use cantrip. Go for it. Um, I'm going to use Toll the Dead, please, Told which is dead. a wisdom save. Okay, so you want the bodyguard to roll wisdom save throw? They can do that now. Wonderful. Uh, that's an eight, so they fail, I assume. They fail. Okay, and so damage. Because please. they have taken damage, the necrotic is worse, so it's 1d12. Okay, roll your damage. Seven. Seven. How do you wish to kill this bodyguard, this cult fanatic? He's already on fire. He's in severe pain, but how do you deliver that finishing blow? I I grasp my uh, holy symbol, even though it's uh, necrotic, um, and I close my eyes, and a, a sound of a very very loud, an old sounding church bell fills the area. Doing grasps his head. It's ringing everyone's ears. Down to the floor. Very nice. Good. So that bodyguard is just you pushed him over the edge and he is now finished on the floor, splayed out, uh, still on fire. So Atlas and Blaine might want to watch their footing. He is still on fire. Um but he's dead, which is good. Which is the uh you know, the wanted effect of your attacks. And that will bring us to after Lyra. Uh Ray is going. Ray is going to attempt to you know, carry on exacting her revenge on the, um, the the remaining fanatic. Okay, and she's going to use her multi-attack with her sword. And she's going to strike him twice with her longsword. And let's see how she gets on. She gets 24, an, uh, a natural 24, or not a natural 24, an unnatural 24, and an unnatural 20. So she's had two very good um, strikes there. Both of them are one-handed, so six and eight adds up to a whopping 14 damage. And that grin has now gone. That grin on the face of the cultist has been replaced by quite a worried look, you know, a quite worried and concerned look. He is seen his colleague go down. He's seen the additional numbers come up to the north door he's seen like the firebolt come through he's seen um you know, the the dwarf um through the doorway clutching a holy symbol casting a spell yeah it's not looking good for him and he knows this um so after reyes go who is just he's just you can see fury spitting out of her face as she delivers those blows it will be blent turn to carry this assault onwards what would you like to do blent Can Blent get between them? That's a very good question. Uh, between Atlas and Rhea. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult. You are small though, so just give me a uh, acrobatics check. No, just give me a dexterity check, please. Just to see if you can squeeze on through without knocking anyone over. Yeah. You 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 agilely you, with your heavy arm manage to scrape on through, knocking them out of the way slightly. 
but you managed to get through there. Okay. Yeah, he's going to attack. Okay, roll to hit, please, with your two-handed warhammer. Thirteen is the number you need to hit. Unlucky for some, thirteen is lucky for you. So with two hands, yeah. I that guess I can't change my mind halfway through, so... Yeah. No, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately not. If only, you would have got ten there, and that would have been probably enough to have dispatched this foe, but four, unfortunately, is the number we're going to take for that. The the creature does... The, I said the creature. The cultist tries to bring up his swords to deflect the, bow, the blow, but, unfortunately, the force and ferocity of your Warhammer coming down just goes straight through the swords and cracks onto the sternum of the cultist yeah. and it loses its breath yeah. momentarily. Having not done the job, I think Blent is feeling a little a little close and worse for wear. So for his bonus, he's going to equip his shield, which he does not often do. Okay, so you, you bring back the Warhammer to one hand, equip the shield for some extra defence and yeah, make sure you up your AC by equipping that on your character sheet, okay? Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. That's Good, okay, that's uh, that's Blent, Mighty Mobiles Go. That brings us to Atlas. Atlas is in the room. He has his shillelagh still to hand. Can he deliver that finishing blow using his big, bulbous, wooden staff? We shall see. Can he knock him out? With that, uh, let's go to Atlas. Let's roll to hit with the shillelagh. That is a twenty. Blimey, an, an, an uh-huh. unnatural twenty, but still good enough to definitely hit the remaining cult fanatic. Let's do damage and a six damage. Can I just double check what you rolled? What what was your damage previously? A four. Right, four. Four, and a six on this one. That is literally the number remaining of his hit points. So, seeing your blow come down, um, Atlas just says, come on, dwarf, you have to really put your arms in it. And he brings down his shillelagh right on the head, and you're not sure whether it's blood or it's just the the maroon cloak that's been pulled down further over the head of this this cultist. Um, He's completely caved in the top of his skull and you just see the eyes of the cultist go to the back of its head its jaw its jaw just like relax and open and it just fall very unceremoniously to the ground in one big heap uh, at your feet um, unfortunately blent causing a small amount of blood start to pull out of the cloak out of the skull on the tips of your toes Clint <laughs> mm. <laughs> just tries to shuffle back a little bit, maybe. Okay. Uh, uh, not much room to go, but yeah, you, you manage to just like you just give your your toes a little bit of a shake and and knock that blood off, which is uh, hopefully yeah. going to do the trick. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Right now, so you have those both of these bodyguards uh, dead to rights. I am going to ask you guys, what would you like to do now? Because you're in this corridor. Um, Blent did at one point see down to the end there was another door. Okay. Ooh. But yeah, uh, think, yeah, would anyone like to do anything else? I think um, maybe check these two guys, see if they've got anything on them. Okay, yeah. Roll me investigation check, please. Come on, Blend. 
14. Okay, so obviously on these two bodies, these are cult fanatics. They are you know, a higher order of, um, of soldier within the cultist ranks. Um, they both possess a short sword and a long sword, so yeah, all, both in good nick. Um, suitable for your use if you wish to have them. So you find both those weapons on there. Uh, you also find uh, within their cloaks, one of them has a um, a chime. Okay. Okay. Oh. And that's it. Okay. Uh, can Blunt tell anything about this chime? Uh, you can do an arcana check. Or you can show it to Lyra or, or Atlas and go for advantage. Yeah, Blunt's not the cleverest. I think he'd probably show it to, to people who maybe were. Yeah, I mean, Atlas is quite intelligent. Um, or Lyra. What's your intelligence, Lyra? That's uh, I mean, Atlas is right next to him. So. Yeah, okay. So 13, 14 for, yeah, 13 intelligence. Um, Atlas studies this chime carefully and uh, and actually puts it towards his ear and says, hmm, I think this has a spell imbued, um, like a, a, a movement of stone sort of spell. Um, I can't tell much more than that. Okay, uh, I think Blent goes, uh, Milady Dwarf, uh, perhaps you'll have uh, better luck with this than me, and to thank you uh, for the help you gave me, please accept this chime. Oh. <laughs> That's very nice, it's very pretty, thank you Blunt. Yeah, so it is a quite a pretty chime, it's, it's, it's on a string, um, it could be used as a necklace if you were to break the thread and reattach it. Um, but it needs to be hit with something to really have that reverberating effect of, of, of the noise you wish to... Yeah, to... Well, I've got this warhammer. Or a flail. Or a mace. I, I mean, anything. the chime itself is probably only about oh, you know, four or five inches <laughs> tall. It's quite a small little thing. It's, it's quite similar warhammer, to that of a tuning fork. Okay. Nice. And there is no, there's no hammer with it? Just a chime. Blends? Oh, okay. uh, not, not that I could find, my lady. Oh. I'll keep my eye out for. Okay. Does anyone else want to do anything else in this corridor? Um, as Blent did see a, a, another a um, a door down the other end, but um, is there anything else you want to look for in this corridor at all? Maybe. Uh... A little bit of perception check for traps. Okay, yeah, that yeah, that's not a bad shot, to be fair. Um, the the corridor is lit by a couple of braziers uh, hanging from the top the top roof, so you can see um, yeah, a fairly good amount of uh, of this corridor with with just your bare vision, your, your regular vision, not 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 requiring your night vision to use. Um, but yeah, you can go for a perception check to see if there are any other details that you may have missed. A twenty. Ooh. Very nice. Okay. So aside from that door to the east, just behind Rhea, you can actually see that the masonry, the, the, the blocks of stone that have been slotted together and, and, and constructed, haven't got um, a thick layer 
of of the you know, I guess like mortar. The, the mortar or the concrete to, to, to stick them together and you can see just causing a big rectangular shape just behind Brea um, almost at her head height this thin black line that is outlining this large section of masonry of the wall behind her okay I think um, Blake goes that's funny uh, looks as if there's a door in that wall, but I wouldn't know how to move these stones. Stones? I'm good at stones. And I come in towards in the room a little further. Yeah. Push up us over. I have uh, stone cunning, uh, um, which is probably not particularly relevant, but I'm going to try and be cheeky. You make an intelligence history check related to stonework. You're mm-hmm. considered proficient, and you can add double your proficiency bonus to the check. Okay. Um, so I don't know whether that helps me at all with uh, yeah. You can do an intelligence check to figure it out. Anything about the door or yep. this stonework? Yeah, so what what do you add to your intelligence modifier? I just double my uh, mod, the proficiency. Modifier. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, go for it then. Take a roll for it. What would you like, perception or investigation? Invest. Oh, well, well, is it is it in intelligence oh, based? Uh, what is it? Yes, it is intelligence history. So you can, you can just do uh, either intelligence or a flat history one, and add that and double that modifier. Oh, let's do that. So it will be add to whatever this. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Again. I'm sorry, Lara. Why did we call uh, ourselves you can't really discern much at all about this wall. You know it's made of stone. You're not really sure what type of stone. A hard one? <laughs> I build that up so much. I think she's embarrassed. I think she's like, oh, I know about uh, stones. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is a really good stone <clears throat> from all uh, around here. Yeah. Fair. I think Blend, Blend pops up and goes, my <laughs> Milady, I think uh, Atlas might have mentioned something about that necklace of yours and stones. Ah, I think Salas, seeing everyone fapping around with that piece of concrete, will just like either try pulling it out or something, just take one of these daggers and we'll try kind of going around the stone and pulling the thing out. What, try, you're trying to, trying to pull the stone? Or push it in, just see which okay, one. Okay, yeah. Ro- roll me strength check, please, to see if you can, if oh, you yeah, have please. any effect on this, um, on this stone. Oh, I mean, oh. annoying! So annoying! Okay. Ray's gonna get out of the way, so you have a bit of a run up, and as you run up towards the stone, and obviously it's not just like one stone; it's a, it's it's a wall which just has you can see a small veneer of a crack in it um, that you know, looks quite rectangular, quite door shaped. If you were to, to to simplify it down, and as you run straight at it, shoulder first, there is some movement, not enough to push it in. But it's not a completely stuck structure. There is some movement within it. Even with your your majestic run-up, and you've hit it in a nice sweet spot, it isn't enough to push it open or, man, or man, manoeuvre it out of your way. It's too thick a wall, and you know, you've hurt yourself. You've actually done it... You know, if you were just to run at it normally, you probably would have hurt yourself. So you've actually run at it in a very good way to not 
inflict any damage upon yourself. So well done there, Salas. You ran into a wall and it didn't move. Lara, get that stupid chime. Right, fine. Do you want to hit warhammer? Uh, no, I'm in a grump. You do it. Okay, okay. Right. so so lie hands over the chime. You now have the chime in yeah. hand upon its like braided little little string. And I want to uh, hit against the wall. Go. The wall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you tap it against the wall, there obviously is a kind of reverberation, a noise that sounds off, but it's not penetrating. It's not that loud, and nothing happens. Fine, I'm going to pick out the nice phantom fur dagger and try tapping it with a dagger metal metal. Maybe it will make more noise. Can I go? Upon striking the metal, you hear a different noise come off this chime. And it is this time a piercing noise. It rings in your ears. And for those with sensitive ears like the elves... Uh, although I don't think we actually have any elves in the party, but if you were an elf with a with a very acute sense of hearing, this would be quite painful indeed. However, that chime is sending out a note, and it seems to have had some kind of effect on the wall in front of you. The wall starts to shift, and not doesn't start protruding in, it starts to go down. So... The way you ran at it was the way it wasn't meant to move. That's why it didn't really do anything, okay? So it actually starts going down into the ground in front of you, leading you to uh, an opening in this wall about six foot deep, presenting to you another room, okay? Who would like to step in the room first? I, I want the charm back, please. We'll just take it's, it and let me still go. mine. It's still pretty. I give it back, um, I think. Raya just urges you before you move on. Um, this is likely to be dangerous. I, I urge you, uh, all of you, just watch, watch yourselves. Do you want to go back? If there's... I, I could. I would happily, but she points down to her gut. I, I feel like yeah. maybe that wasn't the wisest choice after last time. No, last time you went first, you got you know got symbols. So. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm eager. Don't get me wrong, I am very eager to find Thavius and 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 figure out who is beyond this vicinity. I just want all of you to be aware of the dangers that could lurk on the other side. This man is not to be trusted. He potentially could be. The, the destroyer of Elturel. I need to hear him out, but I will not be trusting him as far as I can throw him. I urge you Lara, to do the same. How about you go first? And Salas will try kind of pulling Lyra in front of him. Are you, yeah. are you, are you asking Rhea to go first or, or Lyra? No, Lyra. Lyra. Are you happy to go first, Lyra? Um, Yes. No, not, not really. Yes. Yeah, go on, go on, I'll do it from yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. Right, uh, as you push through, um, this quite, it's quite dark, it's quite cramped, you know. Um, it's only about three foot wide, so you know, some of your armour just scrapes ever, ever so slightly on the wall as you push your way through. Uh, it clearly was not made um, for comfort, this passage. Um, 
it's it's been constructed, you know, just as a uh, as a hastily as quite hastily constructed way of entering this room, and I just need to very very quickly find someone <laughs> that should be on the map, but uh, currently isn't. Um, while this is going on, I think Blent is suggesting to Raya that they perhaps just take the natural draw. Split the party. Split the party, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, who who wants to go down to the natural door then? Um, Blunt's have to go with Ray. Blunt heard what Ray was saying, and, and suggested that maybe if she wants to try and hear him out, that we just go through the normal door, and um, perhaps hope that um, the other two can do something from somewhere. Should things go awry? Okay. So uh, you enter. Oh, I'm not really sure what's happened. Oh, I've moved the whole map. Whoops. Move the whole map. Yeah, my bad. Right, that was what it was, wasn't it? There we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, apologies. I had the wrong thing selected. Um, so Lara and Blent can go in. You both can roll me. Are uh, oh, you going to the, that door over there? Yeah. So Salas and Lara go in there, and Atlas can come with uh, Blent, and R- and Ray will go with Salas and uh, Lara as well. Uh, Lara, can you roll me a perception check, please? Sure. Nice. Okay. okay. Uh, in this room, Lara, you can clearly see that this is a ritual chamber, and has previously and recently been used. This 10-foot-high vaulted chamber has a plaster ceiling painted with images of terrifying winged devils looking down on a symbol that has been embedded in the centre of this room's floor. A circular disc of stone is inscribed with a nine-pointed golden star. You can see uh, iron candlesticks bristling with unlit, unlit half-melted red candles surrounding this circle out on the floor. Um, you can see blood ha- um, having been painted on walls to form symbols, and there is lots of blood you know, spattered around the floor in this room as well. It appears to be. It clearly appears to you to be. A uh, obviously a ritual chamber, a sacrificial chamber, and that blood is still fresh. There is no one in the room though, currently. Uh, this is horrible. And I, uh, I touch my um, amulet again because my amulet is an eight-pointed star, and it's really? occurred to me that they're quite similar. Yeah, um, you could do a uh, a religion check if you wish. Yeah, like that. And if you're touching your 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 holy symbol, you're mm-hmm. praying for guidance from the look from your goddess Mistra, I'll give you advantage on that. Ooh. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, nice. Okay. Oh, A twenty one. Oh no, sorry, uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Do you want me to roll again? I mean, no. We don't really need an advantage, so that's a pretty good roll to start us off. Um, So the nine-pointed star, you know, refers to... Each point refers to a layer um, of hell. Um, So depending on who they're preaching to, this appears to be some sort of sacrificial chamber to a, a creature or a host in hell. 
um, of which layer you're not too sure. However, there are quite a few candles that are stationed around one particular point and it has a inscribed A etched into this point. Okay. Lara, can I touch your symbol too? Absolutely not. This is a precious holy symbol. Not for anybody to just go around touching. Not with your dirty fingers. <laughs> I, can, I think Sanders would try casting prestidigitation on his hand to make it look very nice and clean. And he goes, now, can I? Please? The, if you can do that, why don't you do that all the time? I just want to touch it, okay? It's no, like, I don't know if, I, still, if you guys seen uh, the new Loki series on Marvel. No, I haven't. In one of the episodes, he, they're like walking through the rain and they get inside this store and he just like clicks his fingers and like he changes his form to like a dry version of himself <laughs> and that's like almost, it's basically precious dissertation you, you, you just change something <laughs> yeah. about yourself so why don't, you just keep, why don't you just clean yourself all the time why are you always so filthy Salas yeah. you can make yourself clean because there's no point tidying. Look, look you are getting naturally dirty and dirty so why would I waste my precious life on cleaning myself <sighs> Uh, but, stink. So, okay, so whilst you guys yeah. are considering what to do in in that room, I'm going to ask Atlas and Blent. Well, ask Blent because Atlas is just with you. Uh, what would you like to do? Do you want to go through that door you find to the south? Uh, I think Blent wants to check the door and see if there would potentially be any means of Atlas shape shifting his way through by changing his form, sort of slyly, as it were. Okay, what to to disguise himself from what lies beyond? Yeah, correct. Um, he just looks at you and says, "Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good idea." Um, any suggestions? Uh, well, let's maybe check the door, see see what size of creature could maybe fit through or squeeze through. Okay, somewhere. roll me a perception check, please. Uh, you, you don't, you're not sure what type of creature could fit through the, the gap underneath the door. It's a small gap, but you're not really uh, sure how big. I don't it. really know what you could uh, change into, Atlas. Maybe uh, you would be best to uh, advise on that. I, I could turn into a uh, a snake, perhaps, or a or a fly, or um, something small enough to a mouse, maybe a shrew. Some sort of mouse sounds good. I hear they can flatten themselves. Oh, what about an octopus? I've heard an octopus can fit through anything. Um, I've not actually seen an octopus per se. Um, oh. I'm not really sure I'd, I'd feel comfortable turning into one, especially considering we're on land. <laughs> well, maybe stick with a the mouse then. Okay, I can Go do that. I can, uh, can, I can use my wild shape to transform into a mouse, no problem. Uh, yeah, so how would I go about doing that if I not used... Oh, I've got, I've got two wild shapes left to go. So, yeah. Um, you just see him grab his staff, and with one little tap on the ground, it ignites a small green flame in the end of the staff. And then before your very eyes, it warps into one smaller being as a small mouse is, 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 is replaced the figure that was Atlas and drops very gently towards the floor. Um, and you see a small mouse where Atlas once was, and you see a small little like, twig squeak as he uh, he looks for his next 
order, I guess, is next command. Um, you're on mute, buddy. Yeah. Ow. There you oh. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe through the door at us. Flatten yourself down, or rather mouseless. Flatten yourself down. <laughs> He looks at you with his big, like, beaming, shrewy eyes and just and just goes, squeak! And uh, he just scutters, like, pressing himself to the floor and scutters underneath the, um, underneath the door. And uh, a few seconds later, uh, you just hear another squeak. Quite, like, scared-sounding squeak um, as uh, it rushes back underneath, squeezing itself through the, through the floor once more. Okay. okay. So Atlas has travelled through and he's come back in still in three form. Um, he obviously can't talk to you though. So uh, he, as he looks up to you, uh, he stands on his mouse hind legs and um, he <laughs> uses his hands, uh, having no opposable thumbs, but puts them together and gives you almost what looks like a thumbs up. <laughs> But with no yeah, thumb, yeah. of course. With no thumb. <laughs> with no thumb. Uh, he gives you a mouse thumb. That's up. good enough. Blend, Blend picks up Mouseless and okay. uh, wants to pop him, pop him, nestle him in his beard. Okay, so and, he crawls uh, up um, up your arm and, and resides just on your shoulder um, next to your big bushy beard. And uh, he's going to try the door. Okay. The door, as you approach it, rusty as it is, is unlocked. And as you turn, you open it. And I would like you to please to make yet another perception check to see what is on the other side of this door. Okay, nine. Okay, so as you look inside this door, you can see. Okay, this appears to be um, a vestry. And what a vestry is, to your knowledge, um, is a place where priests come to prepare themselves for worship you can see many wardrobes about approximately about four wardrobes are standing against these walls very tall as they are um, and they are open and you can see hanging inside are robes and masks that uh, clearly uh, have been used already by cultists uh, that have either been worshipping today or previously and before you um, have arrived. Um, yeah. If you want some disguises, these could be useful. If you want to go worship to the god or or devil, should I say, that these people worship, then these would be a fine attire to wear for that as well. But these have been used quite recently. Uh, I think um, Blent would be conscious that uh, well, you can see this door, presumably. But yeah, um, you, can see, door, you, can see, you can see a door to the east. Yeah, uh, that door seems to be leading in completely the opposite direction as to the other party. So I think he would try and uh, maybe maybe he pop out or something. See what you can see. Okay, you take mouseless and he, he squeezes once more underneath the door, and uh, this time you don't hear a squeak. You hear a small, strange like. You know, warping sound once more and then again this small creak of a door handle 
and as the as you hear the door handle move and see it move, you see the door also move, and on the other side is a fully formed atlas. Okay, and on the other side of this door, you obviously see yourself lent looking through it. He appears to be back in the corridors of the sewer. However, this corridor doesn't have the watery path in the middle of the, of the corridor running through it. It's a, a waterless um, section of these tunnels. Um, but it is you know, back within the network of tunnels you have previously been walking around. This one, however, you have not actually encountered yet. So, But uh, Alice okay. has just made you aware... He thought it was safe enough for him to come out of mouse form and unlock, and just unlock the door and open it up for you himself. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Blend looks a little disappointed. He mm. quite enjoyed Mouseless, but he goes, oh, quite a lot like this soft little fella. And, uh, but then says to Alice, um, I, I don't think there's much this way, is there? Uh, no water. There's no, no, there's no more water, but uh, you know, we might be on the right track. We ha- we've, we've explored a lot to the north. We could try the south. What have, what have we got to lose? Uh, yeah, okay then. And I guess you followed Atlas as me now. Um, should we probably go see the others? And maybe they might need some help. Who who was in that room? Did, did we find out? No idea. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe before we carry on and look south... Let's see what the others are up to because if we run into any trouble, we are certainly going to need that Lyra and her hammer. Salas, not so much, but do you know? All right, sounds like a plan. Okay. Uh, so you guys head back to, to the section of the wall where uh, the others have carried on heading through into that um, ritual chamber. Uh, Lyra, Blent, and Rhea are still in there, just askew taking in the quite barbaric nature of this room and uh, Rhea looks thoroughly confused and annoyed <sighs> guys if Favius is is he is a holy man he is a god a, 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 a man of the god uh, Norm if he is consorting with these devil worshippers then that, 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 that's clear it's clear what we must do. It's clear what his 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 participation in this event of Eltro disappearing has been. He's not here, though. He's not in this room. You're right, Salas. But that begs the question: If he's not here, where is he? Why was this room being guarded? I think he may have uh, been here recently. Can we investigate the room a bit more? If, if there's any like signs of what was used recently? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, give me give me an investigation check. And there's Lyra in Raya with you, looking around the room with you. You can do it with advantage, please. Okay. Yeah, because Lyra's thinking that maybe there's another door because she still believes that guy that said this was where he was. Okay. Right, so actually, upon further inspection, you do see, with that blood, the smattering around the room doesn't appear to be as random as you first thought. Some of these smatterings appear to be shaped like feet, 
and these few footsteps that you can see a small outline of, the small print of a shoe, head towards the south to this section of the wall. Huh. Can I investigate this section of the wall? And upon closer inspection, you can investigate it, yeah? Investigate. Ah. Four. Uh, you have, you've got other people working with you, so you may roll with advantage to see if you have a better shot at looking at this wall. Oh, there it is. This uh, section of the wall is like for like, um, similar to the other section you have just walked through. You can see that small crack, that small black veneer around the masonry, um, should you wish to part it from from the ground Lyra Lyra could you pass me the chime yes I'll hand that over okay you should take take take... your chime with the braided string again and you're on the dagger yeah yes again that piercing shrill noise comes through the room echoing quite heavily in this room and the the braziers the small uh, candles that are lit on the floor as well um, they, they increase in their ferocity and light and after a few seconds the big stone wall in front of you starts to recede slowly into the ground Woo-hoo! once more okay this if you want to walk through reveals a small entrance way through or exit I guess in this respect through this about six foot uh, section of the wall, it's quite a thick wall if you wish to walk through it uh, I would grab Lyra just move back mm-hmm. Lyra, lead the way charms first please oh yeah, there you go Thank you. so you're taking back the charm keeping that safe and you uh, you head through the, the wall into um, I'm going to ask you to roll a uh, what, what could you do here? Sort a saving throw of some sort. Uh, a deck saving throw, please. Sure. Lyra. Come on, Lyra. So it's quite dark, and even with your dark vision, you're, you're not really sure what's in front of you. Um, Brilliant. As you Only walk out of this section of the wall, I guess it's quite close and quite tight, and you have to kind of push your way through. And in your haste, you've lost your footing very slightly, and you've stumbled into the stream of shit. So, because you're quite small, it's come up to your just below your waist, and you're in this filthy water, and just the pungent smell is making you gag. So, I'm going to ask you, Lyra, could you make a Constitution saving throw, please? Uh As you hold back those gags, nothing comes out. You manage to keep your stomach stern and strong. And, yeah, you've managed to survive this small test of shit as you have to try and wade yourself back out of the water onto yeah. the drier rock above. Oh, Wonderful. I'm like, Salas, do your clean thing, please. Do it, I shall beat you quickly. I'm actually enjoying this side. You know, it can maybe relate to me now. We can kind of be on a similar level. Maybe the communication would improve. Maybe you'll finally become a thinking person. Like me, I kick him with my shitty foot. <laughs> <laughs> like, clean this, it's horrible. 
As you step uh, up onto clean land, uh, Salas is uh, obviously given the instruction to, to do that. Atlas and Rhea and Blent also head on through, watching their step as they go. Um, yeah. You've actually come out into another section of the, the tunnels. Are there any bloody footsteps anywhere? Uh, roll investigation, please. Come on, then. Yes. You can see that they wow. are faint now. They're even fainter than they were before because the blood has, uh, has you know, with the wet floor has become, um, it's, it's diluted it slightly. But you do see one footstep uh, head this direction. Oh. To the east. I would look up and say the nose knows. We're going that way. Also, before we leave that place, I think Salas would want to use uh, his shape water ability and he would want to pick up a, a, a five by five cube of this shitty water and just go and splash it into mid, in the middle of that room where they were doing their rituals. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, I was going straight for Lyra. I did. Uh, so, so where have you splashed that again, sorry? Uh, I just want to splash it through the door in, in the middle of that room so that they start having shit all over the, the, uh, the walls and then maybe we'll put them off doing some silly things. Yeah, so you, so next time they go in there, it's just going to stink and hopefully they'll have to start to fumigate it out before they do any more sacrificial rituals, okay? Lovely, good work. Uh, you yourself have got quite a smattering of crap over your leg, over your, over your kicking leg. Um, so you're going to have to put up with that smell maybe a bit of precious dissertation should sort that out in a jiffy Um, but who wants to to lead the party down towards where they saw that that bloody footprint Lyra not until you clean me I refuse to help you anymore (laughs) for goodness sake just make your move okay I'm being being helpful at least change the smell at the very least okay right I want to cast prestidigitation and I want to make it smell like the sickly sweet honey and wine mixture. Ah, oh, so you want Lara to smell of 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 honey and and uh, okay, that's but nice. I want it to be sickly sweet. Oh, okay. So it's it's quite nauseating the sound next to her because it's just too nice. Yeah? Yes, that's what we're trying to say. Good. Okay. Um, so, Lara, oh, okay. are you happy with this with your new fragrance? Obviously, you get I used am- to it quite quickly. I'm happier, yeah. Okay. I think that's like, oh, not, not so bad, actually. You get used to it, and I'm just um, quite satisfied. R- R- Raya gives you a sniff, and, uh, oh, yes, yeah, so you smell just like my brother when he was uh, a young boy. What an odd thing to say. <laughs> what? But they do say that smells bring back memories. Yes, so yes, uh, you remind me. You're about the same height of, as he was when he was a boy as well. <laughs> that was a compliment. Oh, wasn't right. a, wasn't a compliment nor an insult, uh, Sir Salas. Um, more an observation. So was your your brother one of those yummy boys that would just kind of cover himself with honey and then pour some juice all over himself and just run around the house, just kind of attracting? No, bees? I mean, he he used to be quite a good swimmer, and because he got in the water so much, he you know, got quite a few colds and the sore throat and the bunged up. 
um, you know, knows the honey would just soothe his his uh, his cold. Oh, he was a good swimmer. Well, yes, swimming, yes, he was a great swimmer. Better, better than I. Where is he now? Uh, he was in Elcherel, and oh. Yeah, we might so. see him again. <laughs> no, I think Blend uh, oh, yeah. coughs very loudly to interject and says, uh, uh, the thing I know about footprints is the longer we wait, the more they'll be away. Uh, the dwarf has a point. Right. Something's made them. We probably should see what it was. Come on, Ira. Open the door. I uh, I, I want to say, just, I like, touch, touch Rhea just on her arm, like, oh. Uh, again, again, Lyra, I, I did not mean it as an insult. It, it just again, it brought. No, it was a, about a brother because a brother's quite a sweet memory <laughs> of like, uh, of Tobias. Okay. Um, <sighs> Where okay. I hope he's well and wherever he is. Blend uh, is very wise. I open the door. Okay, <gasps> so this door is a heavy door, double door, thick iron. Um, it has. It doesn't have handles to push. It has just big slate bars to push forward. Um, it doesn't appear to be locked. And as you push forward, it, you hear a scraping sound as the heavy doors scrape along the stone floor below. Um, slightly lubricated by the by the wetness of these corridors of the floor. Um, but it's still making quite a, quite a loud noise as you push on in forward. And I will open up the doors for you now and I'm going to ask you please, Lyra, as you are the first person to be looking in this room, to roll me a perception check. At 18, wonderful. So, taking up your first step into the room... Okay, you immediately see a figure. Okay, and this is what you see. Uh, this large room, thick wall, thick door room, appears with four wooden tables and two small wooden coffers upon each. So um, it appears to be some sort of vault. In these coffers appear to be jewels and, and, and coinage. Hanging on the wall opposite the door you are standing at is a beautiful golden shield. Very, very large. It would be quite a hefty shield for you to use in combat. But it is gorgeous. It has just beautiful um, uh, scriptures written on it. The metal, you have no idea what it could be made out of. But it, it is just... It. If you could design a shield, you would struggle to make it look nicer than that. And just in front of the shield is a man being lit by candlelight. As he turns to face the door, you see that the shadow he has behind him is not the same form you see before you. The shadow is smaller and is not standing on the ground. It appears to be a pudgy horned fiend with small wings. But the man in front of you, not the shadow, the, the creature being lit by the candle, is that of a rather portly, chubby, balding man who looks at you, startled by the sound of this door, 
know, creaking open, um, scraping as it's heavy. And he looks wide-eyed. Who are you? Shit. And he starts sc- you know, scrounging around, trying to cover up some of the things he has. He, um, he, he closes a small chest next to him, and he grabs a small bag, and before he can you know, do much more... Raya spots in the distance and Raya says Savius and she steps on him forward okay let me just change the camera one second and she walks into the room right would everyone like to enter the room and as soon as she strides in Raya has withdrawn her sword and points it towards uh, Savius and just up urges him to, to freeze, to stop what he's doing and to talk and she does this in a very commanding, authoritative way and this is a side, you know, you've seen her angry but she is in proper boss mode at the moment, she is you know, she has um, got her duty she wants to really figure out what Davis's connection is in, in regards to her city of Elturel and she wants answers and she wants them now so she asks Savius, talk, Krieg. What on earth is your involvement with our city? Where has Elcherel gone? And she's saying she's spitting, she's furious. And Krieg just looks down. You can see a lump in his throat as he tries to swallow it. Oh, a hell rider. I thought all of you would have died. But thank goodness you're here. I'm so glad that you're safe. And he looks at, at the rest of you. Ah, and you, uh, you've brought friends with you. Good, good. Uh, I have been uh, kept uh, against my will, of course, uh, by uh, the Xanthampers. Thank you very much for coming to find me, and I urge that we, we leave these halls uh, with great haste. Glenn cannot help himself, and while all this is going on, he's immediately drawn to all of the riches on the table. Yeah, there's quite a substantial amount right. of money here. He's trying to, uh, uh, as slyly as possible, uh, fill his pockets. <laughs> okay. Uh, do me a a a slight fan, please. Nice. A five. Uh, you actually manage to like. You're looking at Thavius, and your hands kind of like going back behind you to a chest, and you manage to grab a small handful of gold coins, but a couple of them drop on the floor, and like mm-hmm. that, like chingle of the noise as it, as it uh, rattles against the ground. Everyone just for a moment looks towards you in their periphery mm-hmm. and sees you just, you know, being a greedy little boy. And, uh, and you quickly withdraw your hand and act like nothing nothing, nothing to see here. Okay, but you do manage to get a few coins and, and pocket them. A few gold coins in your pocket. Okay. Um, but Thavius is, 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 is you've, you've discovered it is Thavius. Rhea is one answers. And he seems to be a hostage here. Mm. Mm, I think Salas will want to incite this man. 
So you want to know if he's telling the truth? Yes. So you think yes. he's lying? I have a suspicion that he is lying. Roll insight then. I'm not as silly as some other people left. A nine. Good. <laughs> so studying him carefully, his body language, the tone of his voice, his eyes are a key indicator of, of, of you know, you're pretty shifty. Is Fabius telling the truth about him being a hostage? We'll have to find out next week. Okay. <laughs> so Lovely. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Have you come here to free Fabius or is he being a naughty little porker? Um telling porky pies, should I say. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. He is also a porker. He is he is quite he, think of he looks a bit like Fry Tuck, so so I guess it's a good good night from me and a good night from all of us and we hope to see you again next Monday evening around about half past seven. Um, so yeah, have a great week and it's a good night from us all. Okay. Wonderful. Cool. Thanks for playing, guys. Thank see you, you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And from everyone here at The Natural Ones, we hope you enjoyed the show. Find us on twitch.tv every Monday at 7pm UK time. Or otherwise... Keep listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you soon.